Hey guys, welcome to Higher Points, and today we have a special guest on. His name is Darren Borchet, one of the greatest offensive linemen to ever come through Sterling College football. Barely played. <laughs> Barely played a lot. <laughs> I was a special teams guy. I'll take that, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, n- nigga was hurt a lot at O-line. I backed y'all fuckers up. Man, when y'all got hurt, I went in. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we, uh, what... Were you a freshman when I was a senior? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you had your hurt hip. Yeah. Groin, whatever it was. Whatever I was always on the sideline hanging out in Porsche. This fucker here had the easiest shit ever. Oh, we didn't even start. You didn't even finish the intro. Go. No, you're I good. Was, this no, fucker here. This fucker. He had the easiest shit ever. This Monday, no, don't go to practice. He'll just sit on the sideline. In his, in pants, everything. No, Monday, like, Monday was up, the training shut room. Up, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. And then Tuesday, the man will literally just go into the damn, come into practice, not do a damn thing. We're like, damn, what the fuck wrong with they? Damn. Then Wednesday come, he still ain't fucking practice. So we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Thursday come because Coach Chuck made a rule. Hey, in order to play in the game, you got to at least practice once a day. This fucker came to practice and did two plays. And like, Jacob, done. I was like, bitch, two plays? I wish. Nigga, we, we made up a rule. It's the Nate Hyatt treatment. Bitch, I wish I got the Nate Hyatt treatment. <laughs> that. Bitch, I wish I could sit my ass on the sideline and then go out to the game and start and get accolades. Bitch, what? <laughs> bitch, I, any coach in the country would notice that shit. No, not Nate Hyatt. I was like, oh, this about a bitch. Hey. Logan had no hip. None, and they still made his ass practice. <laughs> I said, "What the fuck?" Hey, man, I- I've always heard that you were just like the greatest player ever, man. This is no. a whole, this is a whole different this is a no. whole different view. He is the white version of Allen Iverson. Fuck practice. He just played the game. <laughs> oh, not even close. Not even close to Allen Iverson. I'm not on that level. Fuck. Well, bitch, everybody else practice. You didn't. <laughs> oh my Shit. god, we're hey, fucking we're fucking two minutes into this, and I'm already crying. Fuck. We had a lot of like then. Denton didn't practice either. I wasn't there with Denton. I know, but there was a lot of guys oh, before me that, that did. I don't either. give a damn. It was only it was the, that's the thing. It was probably a group of guys when you were like a freshman and sophomore. It was just you. Yeah, I was soft, man. <laughs> but you play. <laughs> but you play. Had your damn mullet down there like he was Thor and shit. But I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this is like this. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Hearing a whole other side of Sterling College football today, bro, it and, was fucking amazing. And and you and you were worried, and you were worried about him making fun of you. you he just <laughs> no, no, he no, just no. he just I, came in choosing violence, <laughs> like right off the bat. I told kids straight up, like now, like now that I'm a coach, I tell them, I'm like, yo, y'all are soft, bro. And they were like, what you mean? I'm like, bro, we had guys out there with no hips. We had guys out there with torn groins. We had guys out there with ACLs missing, meniscus missing. Everything. We had a guy out there with a broken back and y'all crying that y'all toe hurt? Boy, suck it up. Come on. Boy, I was like, I know y'all lying right now, dude. <laughs> like what? Like, and then I uh cause Rigo came into DG one time because he mm-hmm. works out still at the uh the wellness center. Yeah. And some of the old linemen was tech it was like talking to him and they're like, Hey man, you come and shit watch spring out? Rigo was like, No, the old line sucks. <laughs> I was like, damn, Rigo. Put him on blast. Speaking, like, oh, damn. speaking of choosing violence. Yeah. That's no joke. Man. So we just need to hear that was you now. That was the best intro I think we've ever done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> just getting lit up right away. How <laughs> was that lit up? You, I think you made second team that year? Uh, uh, no, it was honorable mention. Same difference. Yeah. Oh. Same difference. <laughs> Same difference. Some people can't even say they get both. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome Darren Porsche. <laughs> Oh, y'all didn't even finish the intro. Oh, shit. Did no. y'all? 
No, dude, the intro is. That whatever. was the intro. We're yeah. good. Oh we're shit! Good. Oh, okay. Hell yeah! Yeah, that was the best intro ever. Like, ain't, ain't changing nothing. That, that ain't changing nothing about that at all. <laughs> so we're just gonna keep rolling with it, and we just want to hear about Darren. Where's Where's Porsche from? Let's hear your story, man. So, like, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, born and raised. So, when I was around like five, going on six, Hurricane Katrina happened, and Obviously, the, like the storm and everything, we tried our best to stay, but it, it wasn't it, and we just had to we we had to cut costs and go because like my both my mom and my dad had stuff and it was just destroyed. Like my mom and my dad weren't they were never married, but they were always together. So they were married, just not without a title. And my mom had a place, and my dad had a place, and both them things got destroyed. So it was like shit. Like we don't have nothing to go back to. So we just. Cut calls, moving my cousin to Houston, and we was living with her every single day. And when people would be like, "Oh, I've been through shit. I've been through a lot." Fuck no! I was literally six years old on the fucking street holding up a sign, "Help, please! I will do anything." Like any, like six years. I wasn't even in school for a year because my family didn't have the money to put me in school. And fuckers were just like, and they crying because they didn't, because they didn't get what they want for their birthday. What the fuck is wrong with you? Some people, like, some people not, like, not even just me. Some people go through shit that you don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like, get the fuck. Like, you crying because you didn't get the game you wanted. Boy, if you don't work for that shit, shut the fuck up. And all this shit happened. Then I go into it. My cousin finally, like, she lets us live with us. My mom finally gets a job. And my dad couldn't get a job because we didn't know this, but in Texas, you, if you're disabled, you you legally have to find like a certain type of job. You can't get any job. So it was like my dad would walk, but he got shot in 91 and the bullet's still in him. So he's legally disabled. But my dad can walk, do all this and that, and do everything. But no job will hire him because he was disabled. And I'm like, what the fuck? So my dad got a disability check when he lived in Texas. And so my mom, she would work. But my mom would work McDonald's, Burger King. Everything. That's why I got this big ass stomach. She'll bring home food every day. Be just doing whatever she could to make the ends. Mm-hmm. ends yeah, meet, right? like yeah. all this shit. And just I'm take like, care of kids. Oh, is, is there more in the family than just you? I'm the on my dad's side. I'm the youngest of thirteen, and my mom. I'm the youngest of three. You ever heard the song "Papa Was a Rolling Stone"? That yeah. was my dad. Okay, gotcha. He had thirteen kids by <clears> six or seven different women. One of the two, because I just found out I had another sister like three years ago. So, what's that been like? Like finding out you got more family and shit, just like just add it to the list kind of thing. Or? At that point, it's just like I, I fucking knew it. At this point, my dad didn't know what the fuck a condom was, so <laughs> you know, shit. for some fucking reason, he, he said, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the feeling of it. Deep, me and my brother acting like deep, like that. Why didn't you wear a condom? He said, he said, y'all. He was like, how the fuck y'all think y'all got here? I didn't like wearing condoms. They, I didn't like them. I was like, this motherfucker here. <laughs> I told my dad that I would. I, that's the one thing I don't. I don't want to be like you. He's like, why you got all offended like that? You hit double digits. As soon as I hit four, I'm getting fucking vasectomy. <laughs> no, like, I'm not hitting double digits, and you wonder why you broke. I'm like no, and it was just a lot of shit. But it was like. So did you start playing like football in Houston? No, nah, I started playing football in, in New Orleans. It was like okay. a year before New Orleans, the storm hit and I played peewee ball. But I was like, I was always a kid. Like no matter how young you are, everybody want to be the flashy. They want to be a running back. They want to be a quarterback. They want to play all this. I said, I want to play center. <laughs> Fuck, I'm the biggest one. Fuck, I could do it. I was always the one. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. I didn't give a fuck. Like, let's do it. Like I will help the team no matter what. I don't care what position. Let's get it. I'll do it. And they needed the center. I could do it. 
Did not know how to fucking snap at all. I'm four years old, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. And I sat every practice learning how to do it. After practice, learning how to do it. And I just did it. Fuck it. I learned how to play center. Then when I got older, I wanted to play guard. Let's play guard. Come on. Then they moved me to tackle. Okay, fuck it. Let's go. Let's play it. I didn't give a fuck. I was a team player. I was a team fucking person first. I didn't like the whole flashy, out of the pants type of shit. I'm going to save that for when I play backyard football with my cousins. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'll say that I'll be the tight end and the quarterback then. When it's time for this shit, I'm, I will do the dirty work. One, cause I got so much shit in my fucking head going on. I want to fucking crush you into the fucking dirt. I get to hit you every play and I don't get fucking fined and hurt and arrested for it. Bet, bitch. <laughs> cause I was a dirty motherfucker all through middle school and high school. I'll talk about your mama. I'll bite you. I'll spit on you. You talked? I- you fucking right, boy. <laughs> oh my! And Can't people, believe it. But here's the thing: people it. don't get it. In middle, like my sixth grade year, I was, I was, I was shy. I didn't talk at all. I was so shy. I was like just walking around, just doing nothing. I what didn't, made I you didn't come out of your shell? This fun ass girl in gym class. Oh my god! She said <laughs> hi to me. I said me. She said mm, come here. I said. My little chubby fat ass, and I just went over there. <laughs> da, da, da. And she was talking to me. She was like, What's your name? I was like, My name Darren. At the time, I just went by Darren. And so, da, da, da. and this is where that whole story comes into play as well. So, I told her my name, da da da, 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 shit. And she would say, like, Oh, everything, like, she would t- like, get to know me, da da da, all that shit. And then we started dating. I'm like, This girl is like, She was, she, I was 12, I was. 12 going on 13. She was 13 going on 14. So she already filled a grade. And I was just like, oh, what's happening? Such and such. And we filling each other, such and such. And then I find out that she's also talking to another girl in the eighth grade. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but my little sixth grade ass, I was like, I don't go fuck pussies, pussy. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck if she is cheating on me. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to tap. You can get yours too. I don't give a fuck. But. She got me invested to her. Like, she was my first love, and she got me invested in her. Then she broke my heart, and all this other shit, and... You should have seen that coming. I should have, but fuck, <laughs> I was so fucking naive. Like, I told you, I was shy, and I was just like, man, fuck it. I lost my virginity to this girl, everything. And I was just like, man, fuck. And then, when she broke my fucking heart, I was like, fuck the world. Fuck it. I just said, you know what? I'm not going to be... What anybody tells me to be or what anybody does all this, I'm going to be me for me. Fuck everybody. If you don't like me, you can kiss me with a good Lord split me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm going to be me. I don't give a fuck if you're two or 82. Fuck you if you don't like me. Simple. I mean, if you were a teacher, you were the president, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to tell you who the fuck I am. If you don't like me, cool. If you do like me, cool. Simple. We can roll from there. And then mm-hmm. and the rest is history. Yeah, literally. And it was just like, that's what the whole thing was. I told him my name. My name was Darren. Everybody everybody know me as Darren. And do all this. I'm like, oh, hey, Darren, Darren. And then when the whole fucking Tyler Perry movie came out, and it was like, Byron. And they were walking around to Darren. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, all this shit was pissing me off. And then she'll tell everybody, like, oh, she had a kid that wasn't mine. But then would tell people it's mine, and then she named it Lil Darren to tell everybody it's mine. But I'm like, hold on, the shit don't add up. I fucked you in June, but you had the baby in December. How the fuck is it mine? That don't add up at all. Yeah. 
So I was just like, nah, 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 nah. So all this shit was just pissing me off. And I was just like, mm-mm, nah, 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 nah. So I don't go by Darren's because, like, the whole trauma behind it. Like, the only people that call me Darren, like, when I hear Darren, I'm in fucking trouble. <laughs> I don't call, I don't go by Darren's because it's a preference. I don't want to go back to that. I don't. Because if I do, then it, oh, it unlocks a lot of shit in my head that happened that I don't want to go back to. So that's why I just go by Porsche because it's like, it's my, it's my control. And that's in high school when we first got there, freshman meeting with the football, like freshman camp. And you're, you're still in Houston at this time? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Like freshman camp, bam. The head football coach, he literally said, we don't go by first names, we go by last names. So let's go, like he'll put like D Porsche. D Middleton. Like he'll put down, like we'll go by last names. Even in the people didn't know my first name. People thought my first name was Porsche. Dude, all I thought through when I first met you, I thought your first name was Porsche. Yeah, and they a lot of people asked, they, they was like, <laughs> Porsche, what's your last name? I'm like, Porsche. And they was like, the fuck? And I'm like, Yeah, my last name's Porsche. They was like, What the fuck is your first name? Don't worry about that. Where does Porsche come from? It sounds almost like French in a way or something. It is. So when I tracked it back, it's from like, so in Louisiana, like the Louisiana <clears throat> Purchase, Louisiana was right. owned by the French. Right. And right. when we took that over, a lot of my, like my ancestors, the settlers, the slaves, they were part of their owners. Oh, okay. So that's why I get my last name from is Porsche. It's not uh, Porsche. Yeah. Or the, it's Porsche. Yeah. So okay. that's why. Okay. So, so now I was still a sl- my people were still slaves. Nah, 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 nah. I didn't, I didn't come. Well, my great grandfather, he on, he fucked one of them, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you're in, you're, you went to high school in Houston playing ball through uh, mm-hmm. high school. And so now you're getting ready to graduate high school and then what? Oh, shit. I, I didn't give a, I was a, I was, I didn't give a fuck. When I said I was a team player, I was a team player. I didn't give a fuck about my body at all. Freshman year that I worked, I was on the freshman team and I was, he said, we're picking five freshmen to go up to varsity for the playoffs and like just the experience, like you're not going to get in, but to experience it, get to, get to see the bright lights. We picking y'all to like, Hey, y'all look like coming up. And so I was like, all right, cool. And he's right. And he's bringing us in one by one and he brings me in. So I'm like, Oh shit. He was like, Hey, we're not going to bring you such and such. This guy came back from injury. So we're going to. He takes that last spot. So I was like, but I was going to be picked. He was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. You shouldn't have said anything. You should have just let me be in the dark on this. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. And I was like, shit. But that was the type of coach my head coach was. He didn't, he let us know. So I was like, all right, cool. But then it was like, we went there and I'm like, fuck. All right, cool. I didn't get picked. So my freshman year, it was more or less, I didn't give a fuck. So. I was more or less just getting into it. Bam. My sophomore year. About to make varsity again. And my dumb ass failed a class. So I didn't go. I didn't get to go. I failed off the team. And then the entire progress report, I showed them, like, hey, I want to be here. So I showed up every single game. Da, 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 da. The three games I was suspended. Progress reports comes out. I'm back on the team. Make it back on the team. Play the last two games. Da, da, da. Go into the playoff game. I fail again. <laughs> so now I can't even. I'm not eligible for the playoff game. So I'm like, Fuck. So coach is like, you losing faith in me. Then did you did my, you struggle through school because you missed that like year of school and stuff because your parents couldn't afford? Or actually, like, fuck no. Really? When I what like so I got back into school like my first grade like going into like first second grade. No, it was second grade. My teacher they I had to take a test because you had to take a test for placement. I took the test. I was in second grade. They was like, man, 
your son is doing fourth grade level math and he's doing third grade third grade level science. The only thing he's struggled in is in English, but he's on level. So it was like everybody was like, What the fuck? There was a like, I think we need to have him skip a grade. My mom was like, No, you're not taking nothing away from my child. Put him in that grade. And I was like, What? <laughs> like the fuck? So I didn't struggle in school at all. It was I was being a fucking I let shit like the whole shit. I let pride. You're get too in busy my way. paying attention to girls instead of uh, class. Here's the thing. <laughs> not really. When I was in elementary school and middle school, well, after that one, not really. Not really. It was like I had this one girl in middle school that was obsessed with me, and she went to the same church as me. And I was like, I can't get rid of this bitch. God, <laughs> leave me alone. Like I could not get rid of her. Then when eighth grade finally came, she leave me the fuck alone. But then I met another crazy white bitch that just every fucking time, and I'm like, bro. I would, she would love me, that all of that shit, and I would hang out with my friends. I hate you, that I'm like, okay, and I still do what I need to do with my friends. Hey, hey, push, I need to talk to you. I'm still in love with you. Da, da. I'm like, so what is it? Like, you crazy do you love me bitch. or hate me? Like, you crazy bitch. Like, damn. Like, she was so fucking crazy, but it was more or less just stole them. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't like held back or nothing like that, but. Going into like high school, like my freshman year, I, that was my first time ever going to summer school. And it was all because of me just because I realized. So one class, I failed both semesters of biology. The fucking teacher hated me. She didn't like athletes. So anytime I would ask for help, she would always wait to the last minute and then class would be dismissed. She was like, oh, I got another class coming. I can't help you. And I'm like, I've been asking you since the beginning of class for help. And I took that shit personal. So I... Told her off and all that other shit. Got sent to the, my dean. Everything she was like, "Poche, you can't be doing that." And I'm like, "Tell her don't be doing that." And I failed both semesters. I had to go to summer school for that. But then I also went to summer school for English for the second semester of Eng- the first semester of English. And that's when they made me take a test, and I found out I was dyslexic. So I didn't find out I was dyslexic until my freshman year of high school. But I made it through all these pre AP and AP classes in English, but yet I'm dyslexic. So that's where it started to like, like even in middle school, they, they took me out of regular English and put me in pre AP English. So I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, cool. I don't give a fuck. I know how to write. And I love writing, but it's more or less the reading aspect of it. Like I will, it will take me fucking like hours to do the standardized test shit because I'm, I'm on like the second story. Everybody else is like on the fifth. Like I'm slow as shit. Like I'll summarize some shit. Fuck it. Like to go. And that's how it was. But no, nah, it was like, I never struggled in school like that. But then it was like, more or less, I just failed because I didn't attend. Like, I wasn't attentive a lot. Like, even in high school, when I failed off the team, I failed English. All because the teacher said, you didn't come in for help. I was trying to be the whole mighty, all this other shit. And I was just like, fuck. Like, I didn't go for help. That's on me. <clears throat> and then my junior year, I said, no, fuck that. I'm passing all my classes. Passed all my classes. But then I got hurt. Even my sophomore year, I got hurt for a couple games. My junior year, I played four games. Tore my ACL. I was done. Because I got hurt. And all because... This is the fucking type of school I went to. The fucking roof was leaking. And so it was a storm. Like, you could look out this window and not see that fucking tree. That's how bad the storm was. So we had to have practice in the... Like, the commons area, which is our gym... Like, our cafeteria. So we had practice right there. And I didn't see the wet spot. We're doing... A skips and I plant to like turn back around my foot slipped and I just full on on marble floor boom and I just like boom heard a pop and I was like oh what the fuck what the what the 
I was, I was, I was more mama, mama raised a bitch that day because I was crying. <laughs> I was, oh, that shit hurt. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And then coach said, you're out like for the rest of the season. I played four games. I started those four games. So I was like, what the fuck, man? And this was not the first time I got hurt. I got hurt last year. I got hurt in the beginning of my junior year. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I saw that disappointment look in my coach's face again. I was like, I don't want this look again. So my senior year, I said, fuck that. I'm doing what the fuck I need to do. I, that summer, I worked my ass off. I got down to 280 pounds, lean <clears throat> muscle. I was running a five flat. I was doing everything I fucking need to do. No, I'm not letting this man down again. Worked my ass off. I was doing box jumps. I was doing hurdles. I was doing everything, and I was looking like the best prospect you ever fucking had. I don't give a fuck. I, you, you can tell me I'm ass. I don't give a fuck. You can't tell me shit. I'm working my ass off to be the best. Mm-hmm. And my head coach and the OC, the head coach was our former O-line coach. So he called me over and he literally said, yo, he looked at me. He was like, what's different? I said, nothing. What's, what are you talking about? He was like, I see something different. What's up? And I was like, nothing. I'm just not letting you down no more. He was like, what you mean? I hated that look you gave me when I got hurt last game, that last game. He was like, what look? That look of disappointment. I'm not letting you down no more. And he looked. He was like, all right, cool. Get back in line. And I got back in line. And I worked my ass off again and again. And then the first game came. I wasn't even captain. <laughs> I was like, shit. Gave it to somebody else. But that first game, we was going again. And then we was going against this team who they were ranked high as hell. It was, it was predicted to beat us, which they end up doing. But it was like closer than what this fucking shit been. It was a preseason game. We didn't give a fuck. So then, like, the third game came. The second game I had to miss because my, my brother passed away due to gun violence. So he passed away. So I had to go to the funeral for that. But I'm, like, on the phone with them. Like, hey, yo, man, what's going on, bro? They they lost 33 to 28. So I'm like, fuck, I wish I was there, bro. And at, then, least it, at least it was good versus a blowout. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then the next game, we're going against the most racist fucking town in texas it's fucking brenham texas these fucking ham hawks motherfuckers <laughs> oh my god these are the most racist motherfuckers i ever met in my life worse than mitch and blake <laughs> oh my god these fuckers here we get there we're driving there now we're white receiver yes a white receiver he said Yo, did y'all see that sign? We're like, what are you talking about? They was like, we didn't, we didn't get to fully see it. Like we saw a sign. It was a KKK rally sign. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> These bitches are still around. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then we get there. We are 17 and 18 year old, like the seniors, 17, 18 year olds. We had like three sophomores who are 15 at the time. So I'm like, Bro, what the fuck is going on? These guys are saying, get the fuck out of here, you niggers doing all. I'm like, my ignorant ass. I looked, I said, <laughs> I looked at my coach. I literally said this. I said, and he's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, we having an argument with no fucking like words. And so he was like, mm, get in there, get in there. I was like, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Walking my ass in there, and I was like, ooh, you son of a bitch. So, gave, gave you some extra motivation for oh the game. Oh, my God. And I was just like, bro, this shit pissed me off so bad. Because before the game, we're supposed to, like, like get our, uh like, scouting in. 
Scout the player that you're going against. Da, da, da. They ran they ran a four-man front. The guy that's in front of me. Like everybody's coming up with all these damn shits. Like everything wrong with their player, right? My fucking player get in front and I look at his film and I'm like. Nothing really wrong with this nigga. Like, oh shit, damn. This nigga was a four star on his way to Texas. Like, got offered at, like, when he was a junior. And I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with this nigga. And they was like, push it. There's something got to be wrong with him. So we go into the film room. We watch it all as a team. And they was like, what do you have? And I was like, I have nothing. There's nothing wrong with him. And they was like, my head coach, like, push it. You stop that. You know there's something wrong. And I'm like, coach, there's nothing wrong with him. And then he pulls it up. And now everybody's giving me shit because there's something wrong with him. And then we go to the thing. And I was like, Click, click, click. Going through the Porsche's right, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there like, when y'all gonna admit I'm right? And then they kept going. They was like, okay, I see what you're talking about. But you gotta find, like, just, just gotta beat him. You gotta beat him. And I'm like, I thought just fucking said there's no fucking weakness to this nigga. You say beat him, but fucker. His shoes untied on this play. That's, that's the best <laughs> well, that I can do. So. What is I it, did, is this that time for that like spitting and kicking no, thing no, or this was worse. So I looked through Twitter and I I find the kid like he, he was somebody repo, retweeted it, but what they retweeted was that he posted that his mom had just passed. So I looked over to my tackle and I was like, "Yo, look at this!" And he was like, "Porsche, don't!" And I was like, "I'm just showing you what the fuck happened." <laughs> Like, no! and I, Dude, they they knew. They knew. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I go to the game. And I finally made captain. <laughs> he was one of the captains. So we dap each other up. Da, 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 all this other stuff. Boom. But he was one of the. He was. You could tell he didn't like us a lot. He was one of them white fuckers. Them cornbread chicken shit motherfuckers. <laughs> You can tell he's just dabbing us, dabbing us. And we all said, like, hey, man, we're sorry to hear about your mom. Sorry to hear about your mom. Well, thank you, man. Thank you, man. And I was like, yeah. And then my ignorant ass said, I to hear about your mom. She must be doing real good in hell. Uh. Lost his shit. He was ready to fight me for the coin toss. <laughs> oh, he lost his shit. And then I was so we we win the coin toss. So we're on offense first. Bam. First play, he calls freeze. We call he, he calls uh what the fuck it was a freeze call so we don't move. Mm-hmm. When I get up there, I was like, "Hey, your mom cheering you on?" Oh shit, my bad. And so it pisses him off. He was like, "I'm gonna fuck you up, nigga." Said that and I was like, "Damn, the n word." <laughs> so I'm pissing him off, getting in his head. I get down, cut up, don't move. Fucking takes my fucking head off. <laughs> I just laid it. I'm like, oh my. Just hit by a truck. comes over me and he the dude was like 6'3", 6'4", 265 pounds oh he killed my ass my tackle comes over me he's like Poche you good I was like can we get the penalty he said yeah alright cool and I laid up first down <laughs> and I got up and I did some shit again I told what the fuck did I say I said hey man your mom must be really looking down oh I mean up at you right now he just loses his shit again but it's a pathway so I get him and I got him. And I said, da da da. And I was like, hey man, you better watch out for I put you in the ground like your mama. And he loses shit again. He swings at me. It's not hard enough to put me on the ground, but my big ass, I just flop and I fall. And then they said, boom, 91, you're out of here. You're out. And I said, oh, I think we got it. <laughs> we end up winning 33 nothing. I said, ah, oh, bitch. 
fuck that. And then we just won the game right there. The dude at the dude already had eight sacks in two games. The fuck you think I'm a dude? <laughs> the fuck? Like That's shit. Wild. I, I didn't give a fuck. I was a mean ass trap. I will talk my ass off. But that's my advantage. I will talk my ass off. I am a dirty player in between them whistles, but the nicest guy you'll ever meet. In between the mis- in between the whistles, I am ABN. Asshole by nature. Simple <laughs> motherfucker. I will win a game like that. And that's what I did my senior year. All the way through. I didn't get hurt. I had one game where it's like, I had a mean ass cut block. Cut block. I was perfecting that shit. But the nigga came like he was prepared for it. So the top of my helmet hit the nigga shin. So now I'm getting ringing in my fucking ears. And I'm like laying on the ground just like. Where am I? Like glazed over. And I get up and I still got this ringing. And I look over to my coach. And he's like yelling at me. But I can't fucking hear him. All I see is this. And I was like. (laughs) And he was like, all right, go. And I'm like. What? Uh, Okay. Porsche thinks he's back in New Orleans. All right. (laughs) Fuck, I thought I was in my mother's womb at one point. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was so fucking glazed over. Because I didn't want to tell him I got hurt and get that fucking look again. So I was like, fuck that. I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> the entire time I'm in the huddle, I'm like, because we got to have our heads down for the receivers. Cause they're... So I'm like. As you're still hearing, we Yeah, the and, whole I, time. and I get up and I look at my tackle and he's like, like, you good? And I'm like. What? I got a birdie. His name this is reminds Ronnie. This reminds me of Varsity Blues. I'm holding I'm up just, fingers, true or false. But it's like, I just go out there and I just ran rice and dice, which is our draw play. We were down by 14. I don't know what the fuck made my dumbass think we was going to run the ball, but fuck it. It was like seven minutes left. So, bitch, of course we passing. I ran, I ran run plays all the fucking time. Every fucking time. I'm like, fuck it. At least I know I'm hitting somebody. So... The entire fucking time, but then when we, I get my grading sheet, I made an 82. And I'm like, shit, this shit low. What the fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck going on? And I went to my coach. He's like, push it. We called 300. That's a pathway. You know that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember set this up. Like trying to fake it. And then he was like, yeah, then we ran this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He was like, push We did not run that. And I was like, <laughs> for real? Oh, um, he was like, push What happened? And I was like, yeah, I, I don't remember. And then he was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, after the game, I was I was gone. Like, somebody had to take me home. I had to. I went back with ice on my neck, everything. I couldn't go to. I didn't sleep. I, yeah, Coach, I had a concussion. He was like, you're not practicing today. I was like, can I at least go out there? He was like, yeah. I showed up in my pads and everything. He was like, Pusha, you're not practicing. I was like, yeah, j- j- it's just in case if you need somebody. So said, he was like, Pusha, you're not practicing. I was like, it's just in case you need somebody. He was like, I will pull a fucking D-lineman before I put you over here. <laughs> and I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> I was determined not to be not to be out. Like, no. And then that just trickled over. And then when I came, like, my friend was getting recruited by Sterling. I wasn't. I didn't get no offers out of high school. But at the end of the season, I made first team all-conference, second team all-state. So I was, like, in the state of Texas playing 6A ball. So I was like, damn, I got no offers. I got Blend Junior College. That's it. That is it. And I was like, motherfucker, I don't want to go to JUCO route. I didn't have any offers coming out of college either. Coming out of high school? Oh, yeah. Coming so out of high I was like, what the fuck? So I was just like, man, this is going to be some shit right here. So I did the next logical thing with my friend. He was getting, I don't know if you remember, uh, you you probably went against him a lot because he was on scout his freshman year. Uh, Jaron Baldazar, JB. 
He was he wore number, it was him, Big Larry, Cordez, mm-hmm. all them was like they, they was like, God damn, why they get these? Hey, big there's, ass a, there's a name I finally recognize, Cordez. You remember not, Cordez? Probably not a good thing. Yeah. No, that was no, that was Big Willie and DJ. Cordez was the funny one. Cordez was the funny one. But was he what what Cordez get in trouble? Oh yeah, they did get caught with weed. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally gonna just talk about that on a podcast. Yeah. That's gonna happen. No. They didn't? I'm not gonna talk about it on the podcast. They did. Oh shit, they did. Because I remember Willie got had to get tested for that shit. It was him, Kevin, Khalil. Oh yeah, I remember that shit. I remember that shit. You don't have to. You don't have to comply. He is saying no, sir. So, but <laughs> all that shit. But it was like the, he came with me. But he was getting recruited by Coach Kenny, and Coach Kenny came out and like was talking about like he wanted to see see him do some stuff and everything. So when he came to see him do all these drills and do everything, fucking. He was, I was like, who the fuck is this? And my coach was like, oh, that's a, oh, that's a recruiter. I was like, you need my help? And he asked me to go do some drills with him. I'm making him look like shit. I will, he was like, bro, what the fuck you doing? I'm like, bro, both of us getting recruited right here. Boy, you fucking tripping. <laughs> and Same man, school. I, then at the end of that, I thought we did good. And he was like, thank you, sir. And I walked off and I'm like, Fuck again! I just lost my shot. So I throw my helmet through my pads. Everything I'm hit. I'm closing my locker hard as shit. I missed my bus for this shit. I was boy. I was hot. I kicked the door open. With my coach and like as soon as I hit that corner, my coach right there. And I was like, "Fuck!" He's like, "Come to my office." I'm like, "Fuck! I'm in trouble again." Check. <laughs> and then, cause I kept getting in trouble every game because of the shit I used to say and do all of that shit. So I had to go to the office every fucking day. So I go to the office. I'm like, "Fuck! What the fuck? I need this time." So this time. But then Coach Kenny walks in. Hey man, how you doing? Such and such. I'm like, Coach, what the fuck you want? And I'm like, uh, how you doing, sir? Such and such. And I was like, have you heard that they play called Sterling College? And I was like, nah. And he was telling me about it, such and such. And then he was like, what do you think? I was like, what do I sign? Like, all for it. Like, what do I sign? What is that recruiting pitch like? Like, when they, they come to you and they say, hey, come to Sterling College, it's like this. So, when I so at first when I was on there's the, no agenda with that he question. said <laughs> the thing was he had told me he was like hey come out to Southern College it's a great Christian atmosphere we're a small town da 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 like the they basically sold family to me mm-hmm. but then I didn't hear none of that all I heard was just to give me a chance they said come on campus first and then we'll talk about you signing and I was like it's not going to fucking change I'm ready to sign now but okay cool so. I go there, go on a visit. It was me and another one of my friends who was getting recruited by Did him. you guys stay in the dorms on your visit? Yeah, yeah. I stayed with Parga. <laughs> I stayed with Parga, and I'll get to that. Was, was this was this anywhere around the same time as the recruits that came, that cut the fire hose on the on the? No, truck? that was the next year, and that was my fucking recruit that pissed me the fuck. I'll get to that. You just, All right, we'll, you just we'll, started get whole we'll, get we'll get there. We'll started get there. We'll get there. Oh, fucking issue with that fucking vanilla midget. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay, so you come, so you come to visit, you come to Give visit. Give me a second. W- Woosa. Woosa. Hey man, you can't die in the podcast. I wanted okay? to kill that fucker. Oh, God. You can't die, you can't die. I'm all this shit, I don't give a fuck. Man. So you came on your visit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nick was like, let me shut up now, let me shut up. <laughs> he opened a can of worms with that one. <laughs> fuck. Don't worry, we'll get there. We'll give you your so, chance. It was like, we go there, and it's, um, what the fuck? I went, so we went there, and it was like, I want to say, like, it was April, because it was around the time of our prom. But I'm, it's April. I wore these same type of shorts, but it was cargo shorts. 
and a black hoodie. But it's snow. It was fucking snow. <laughs> I was fucking hot. I was like, what the fuck, Amp? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's supposed to be hot. It's April. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, on my fucking visit, just fuck, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> like, it was 13 degrees. Was it the first time you saw snow? Yes. Well, no, no, no. Heavy snow. Okay. I've seen snow, but it was it's Texas. Like snow. flurries. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, but that's good enough. Flurries are good enough in Texas to shut everything down. So thank God. But, but the whole state. <laughs> it, was like, it was like two and three inches of snow, and I'm like fucking shivering. It's third. Ricky gave me my tour. The uh, he was the RA of Kilborn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you played with him on O line yeah. when he played, but yeah, he was he was the one giving me. He well, no, Drake gave me my tour at first. I don't know, you know Drake? Yeah. He gave me my tour at first, and he was telling me, oh, Campbell's the best dorm. You want to live here, da 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 And I was like, oh, shit, I might live in Campbell's. Then Ricky gave me my tour the next day. Said and said, and he was like, don't live in Campbell. There's no air conditioning in Campbell. I was like, dude, don't live. This li- fucker don't. just lie to me? Dude, I don't know why people say Campbell's the best dorm. I don't know about you, but if I'm paying 40 k a year to go to school somewhere, I better have some air conditioning. No comment. I got in trouble last time I talked about this. So it did that. The, uh, the school I, I, is very I, weird. Well, I forget that you also still work there. I'm the one, hey, hey, Sterling College, I'm the one that said that, not, not Darren Porsche. My thing is, it's because when I went there, he lied to me saying that there was like, it's the best thing, da da da. I'm like, I'm fat. You're going to tell me I can't, I, there's no air conditioning? Yo, I'm not about to leave a place to go, like, what, leave practice sweating to go to my bed sweating. No! So I just, no, I don't want to live. He lied to me. My no, sophomore year, like, the air conditioner went out in Kilbourne during football camp. I know you were dying. Oh. It was terrible. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awful. Awful. Bro. Dude, and, and to give, like, so people that are listening that don't know Sterling College, like, those dorms, like, Kil- Campbell and Kilbourne uh, are some of the older dorms there. So, like, Campbell they're, the, the, they're like, old school, like, military barrack no, style. Campbell was the old, is the oldest dorm on campus. Yeah. It was built in, like, 19. And, like, the straight up, like, straight up brick with, like, the long hallways yep. and, like, you know, like, the, the communal showers yep. and, like, all that shit. So, yeah, all the so asbestos like, insulation and tile and all that good stuff. <laughs> we got rid of that. Mm-hmm. Just cover it up. That's what you do. No comment. <laughs> so, like, so you got lied to about your dorm. Yeah, and I was like, man, I, 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 it pissed me off. But Ricky was real honest with me and everything. So I was like. Did you live in Campbell? Your first nah, uh, hell no. I lived in Campbell. Okay. Because it was three of us. But then our fourth person was also from Texas. So I was like, all right, cool. But then we get to the fucking, like, like when we first get there as freshmen, bam, me, me and the other three guys, we're African, we're black, da, 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 we got our stuff, we listen to our music. But then this motherfucker comes in, cowboy boots, belt buckle like he's the champion, cut off sleeves. Yes, it's Jansen. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jansen was our fucking roommate my freshman year. Cowboy hat, cut off shirt. Fucking cowboy boots, a belt buckle as big as the fucking WWE title. And I'm like, <laughs> we're like, I can't wait for Jensen to hear this. I was like, oh, this, we literally said to each other, we were like, bro, this white nigga gonna kill us in our sleep, bro. <laughs> I was so, we was like, then when he talked, was like, hey, I'm Jansen from Gainesville, Texas. I was like, fuck, they put us with this hick. <laughs> Boy, I was like, they were just trying to get you some culture, Porsche. I was Porsche. like, they really put us with this fucking redneck. They just trying to get you some culture. And man. that's why the second day we stood in that fucking room, we sat and made him watch Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you gonna learn. We are not that. <laughs> no. 
And then a month later, two months later, Jansen moved out the room. <laughs> and he lived off campus. No, no, he lived in the dorm next to us. That because they were never there, so he basically got his room to himself. He could be neighbors with us, he just could never live with us. <laughs> we were straight niggas. We would listen to music at three AM in the morning, but he'll like quiet down guys. We're like, Yeah, sure, we got you got all that stuff, but like it'll be quiet music. We'll have girls over, do all this. So he didn't care about that. Hey, he had I, his girl I, and I'm sure him. it wasn't after nine o'clock. Right? No, they had a shoot oh, in the door. Hell no, nah, but it was after nine o'clock. It was after one o'clock. It was at three o'clock in the morning, no shoe on the door. Hey, hey, you can't do that, okay? That's not acceptable. That's a fine. Yeah. I got fined for you, that. That's cool. They can't find me. I graduated. I paid mine. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them all the time, I was not the best student. I tell them now, did, I'm not, I was not the best student. Everything I did, don't do. Because, like, I, I'll tell you straight up, I did it. Did you I ever honest. get fined while you were at Sterling? Boy, by Daniel. Oh, my God. That that porn stash mother. Oh, my God. This dude here. Yeah. This man literally said, hey. He he was favoritism to soccer players. He was the RD of Kilborn, but so was Finn. Remember Finn, the basketball mm-hmm. player, the big seven-footer? Mm-hmm. So Daniel was on my side of the hall. So some soccer players were playing soccer in the hallway. But I had my door open because I was just like, I had just mopped my floor. I was letting the air out, that, that, all that stuff. They kick a ball hard as shit, and that bitch went flying because my side was on the side right here. That bitch went flying and hit the window and broke it. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Man... I lost my shit. But then it was like, all right, cool, da-da-da. It didn't break it. It just cracked it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. But then the people Jansen was living with, I kept, like, messing with him. But then he was a baseball player. So he got a water bottle, and he was a pitcher. So the motherfucker threw that bitch hard as fuck, but he missed me. And that shit shattered the fucking window. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we're And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Like, bro, what the fuck? And, like, we had to try and figure out what the fuck is going on with the shit. Like, how we going to fix it? Daniel walks by the window and like, hey, boy, shit, I seen that your window is broken. That I'm going to have to find you $65. Such as, I was like, at the time, I'm a freshman. I don't, I'm not working. I'm not doing work. So I'm not doing this. Yo, I don't have $65. I go to Sterling. I don't, I don't have $65. Nigga, I'm not paying this fine. I didn't do it. And he was like, well, it's your room. You're going to... I didn't do it. I'm not paying this shit. And he was like, well, you're going to have to pay it. And I'm like, I'm not paying it. And then come down to the end of the year, he was like, oh, you still got a fine. I was like, I'm not paying this shit. And he was like, well, I'll see to it. I'm like, see to it, motherfucker. I'm not paying it. <laughs> and then come back the next year, he's still there. He's still the RD. He was like, hey, in order for you to come back, you got to pay. I'm like, I'm not paying this shit. And then lo and behold, I still got my classes, did all these. Like, oh, how'd you get in here? I thought you still had to pay your fine off. I was like, I told you I wasn't paying it. Like, you can kiss me. You can kiss my natural black ass. I'm not paying this shit. <laughs> did you ever pay it? Sp- Fuck no, I never paid the shit. Spoke it into existence. He still, he still own money? You Fuck kidding? no, that bitch, that motherfucker. But when that nigga heard it, when he heard it, when he tore his meniscus, he was crushing around campus. He slipped on one of the ice and fell. I laughed. Well, get the fuck out of my face. And then, like, going into my senior year, I still owed it. And I told Jason Bryant the whole situation. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll remove it. Thank you. Like, it should have been done, stupid <laughs> bitch. Daniel can kiss my ass. But I did not like him at all. Even Finn didn't even like his ass. Nobody liked his ass. Because we'll be, as niggas do, yes, we're loud. But, bro, we're studying. It was like midnight. And he's like, hey, guys, quiet hours. Such and such. But you don't want to tell the soccer players shut up when they're loud as shit 3 o'clock in the morning. I right, didn't. Shut the fuck up. No. No. So yes, Dang. on to your topic. Dang football players always being loud, man. 
Oh, we got their ass back when we had to wake up for Did- 6 a.m. weights. We just all, it was like seven of us grab our speakers and just walk through the hallways. <laughs> Loud as shit. Oh, y'all gonna wake up today, bitch. Nope. Y'all gonna keep us up? Bet. You, uh, did you you graduated from call or Sterling College, right? Yes, okay, yes. so you, you you what did you get a degree in? Uh, sports communication. Okay, if anybody can get their if I can get my degree, anybody can get their fucking degree. I don't know. You're 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 gifted according to the testing. That's the thing. I was very fucking idiotic. I just never applied myself. But that's why I say like niggas. It's like I was very fucking dyslexic. I never bought a book here at Sterling and I passed my classes. So. It says a lot, well, but some of them shits, it's just like, I, I picked the one major where I was like, I was the, I was the person where I was like, if I can, I picked the major where it's communications. If we talking, I know that shit is going to be on the fucking test. I can talk my ass off. It's opinion based answers. If you make it sound right, it's fucking right. But people don't get that. That's why the way I am, the way I talk. Try to make sure I make it sound like it sound good. Is it right? Probably not. I'll come to it at that point if it's not. Simple. <laughs> Just have confidence in it, right? Exactly. That's how the fuck I am when I'm coaching. I didn't know a damn thing about D-line, but I was like, fuck it. I did it with an old lineman's perspective, and it made it look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fuck? So, so what's the, what's the story behind the, the prospect that... Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right, I'm ready. Not even a fucking prospect. No. This is the shit that happened. I was a sophomore, and we did the competitions. Remember? So, like, each team, you do community service, you turn mm-hmm. in tests, and you get points. So, my team, we I was on Logan Lyles' team. We were leading the fucking leaderboards. Cause it was hey, me. my team won my senior year, so I just want to put that out there. Whose team was I on? I was on somebody. I think I was on, I was on Daryl's team. But Daryl picked, like, Mike and Sam and all them that never went to fucking class. It was me and Dom and Gideon. But bitch, you had a five point student and Gideon, you bitch. <laughs> shit, Gideon was like you had all the points. Shit. So, no. so your your team. So it was all us, but we had three injured guys. It was me, Logan, and fucking Bingham, and we were all hurt in the year, huh? Bing Bing. <laughs> That's his name for Snapchat on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll all do that shit. And we will all just do community service and like turn in shits because we couldn't do competitions. But our team was so like, we would do competitions and we'll have like five that are 10 because we were hurt. So it was like, fuck, we're outnumbered. So shit. Hey, you guys got to run like twice, three times and then they'll somehow win, but not sometimes. So it was like that. But. We were getting points, so like you'll get twenty points for hosting a recruit. So Arnell Hope wanted to host three recruits at one time. Like he was like, Yeah, I can host all these recruits. But he had one of the single rooms in Kilbourne. <laughs> How the fuck were all three? Four of them were gonna fit in there. <laughs> so he asked me and Bo Biggers, I don't know if you remember Bo. Mm-hmm. So me and Bo Biggers hosted a recruit. Me and Bo live right across from each other. Ain't killed one. So I was like, yeah, I'll host one. Do you guys live at the basement? No, we lived on the first floor. Like the first two rooms where you walk into the front of Kilbourne, right there. So right next to uh the RD and RA. Yeah, but they lived like by the lobby and everything. Okay. So not right there. We lived in Ohio. Oh, okay. Not Aho. Okay. So we were right there. And this fucker here. We told Arnell, Arnell, they're your recruit, but we're getting the points for letting them sleep here. They're sleeping here. We're getting the points. 
but they're still your responsibility. And he was like, yeah, I got you, such and such. I'll still get 20 points. I'm not tripping. And I was like, yeah, me and Bo getting 20 points. Because Bo was leading his team with points. So he was up there for single points, not team points. Mm-hmm. And I was up there for te- single points and team points. And I was like, all right, cool. So we get there, and Arnell was talking about old going to a party, doing all this, and that's showing in the bridge. And he then he was like, oh, I'm not going to go. So they just stayed, but they still wanted to go. But Arnell ended up going. I was like, Arnell, I'm sending them. I was like, Arnell, they want to go. You said he was going to take them. He was like, yeah, just send them with somebody. So we sent them with somebody. So keeping in mind, these prospects are like, what, 17, 18, right? Yeah. Okay. They're they're high school students. Yes. So okay. I we just send them on their way. Send, like, just get, leave, me, leave me alone, Arnell. My God. Like, one, we didn't want to burden them. Like, I didn't want them. Like, they're your responsibility. Take them. And then Arnell took them. Two hours later, me and Bo are watching it's the like Goonies. like babysitting kids when you got to recruit in. <laughs> me and Bo are watching the Goonies, and I just get hit up like, ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck is calling me? So I go on there, and people are calling me on Snapchat, all this other stuff. I'm like, bro, what is going on? And I answer the phone, and they're like, push you need to come get your recruit. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not my recruit. And it was like, you need to come get him. So I was like, Bo drives me up to the bridge. First instance I get there is Tomer. Tomer walks up to me and he's like, have you been drinking? I was like, no, sir. I just got here. He was like, no, you've been drinking. Bree right here. And I was like, motherfucker, I have not been drinking. And all of a sudden he was like, hey, watch your tone. I was like, watch your fucking tone. I have not been drinking. And all of a sudden he was like, well, I know. I just got here. And all this other shit, he's going off going out. I'm like, Tomer, I've not been fucking drinking. And all this other shit. And then he was doing all this. And he was like, watch your fucking tone. I was like, what you going to do? Shoot me? I thought so. Let me go. What the fuck I need to do? He was like, just breathe. And Bo was like, of course, he just breathe. And I was like, ah, it stank, huh, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, oh, you need to watch your tone. And I'm like, you need to watch your ass. How about that? And I walked off. And I'm looking for this fucking recruit to piss me off. And Arnell and a group of softball girls come up to me. And they are pissed off because it's a friend of theirs' birthday that this is, kid is, is messing is the, up. Is the fire truck there at this point? Yes. Okay, and gotcha. the cops are there. Yeah, right. So all this shit goes down. They mad at me because it's my recruit. And I literally yell. I was like. Why, why was the fire truck there? I never really heard. I mean, I'm assuming because of the bonfire. And then the winds were blowing towards the trees. So it was like it could catch fire. So they put it out and told them, hey, you can move it over and start the party again. Just move it over. That way it doesn't uh, fly so that like, way. Make a, big, but, make a big fire out of a small fire. Yes. Okay, got you. So all that happened. And I yell at the fucking softball girl saying, Arnell, it is Arnell's recruit. I told, I told him the whole story, and it was like, you didn't tell us that, Arnell. No, no. Uh, 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 I fucking told you it's your fucking recruit. So stop telling people it's mine. And I lose my shit, and I'm looking for him, and they tell me he's in the back of the cop's car, and I'm like. Dude, the dude lucky he oh didn't go to jail God. that night. I will tell you why. And then the other fucking recruit, Bo had, this nigga stringed out. He's high off his fucking mind. He's like, oh my God. And he's like, and then he's looking around for some Bo's like, what you looking for? He's like, I'm looking for something important. Bo thinks his phone. He loses his phone. And he's like, shining his light. He was like, what are you looking for? Your keys? And he was like, no, no, I threw my pen when the cops came. Bo was like, oh, hell, yeah, get your pen. And he's like, talking to Bo. He's like, hey, man, I think I'm going to run for it. I think I'm going to make a run for it. I think I'm going to make a run for it. But like, please. Oh my God. <laughs> Bo was like, I'm about to kill this fucking kid. I'm about to kill him. And then I see my kid and I walk over to the cop car. It was, it was a big chubby dude. 
And I started talking to him, and it was like, well, we got to do He was like, who is he with? And I'm like, he's living in my dorm. He's he's not my recruit, but he's living in my dorm tonight. Da, da, da. And it was like, well, if he, like, said this, said, some people are saying that is his, that is his, that he was the one that cut the hose. Da, 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 and such and such. We're yeah, trying so, to find the knife. So the people that could, are listening that haven't heard the story, like, someone allegedly, some well, not allegedly, someone cut the hoses off the fire truck, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They was putting out the fires, and he's like, "Oh, you ain't stopping out, party!" And he cuts the fucking hose to the truck, and I'm like, "What? What a knife!" I was retired at this point, so I was not a college <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you, you love how he's distancing himself yeah. from this story like immediately. <laughs> I don't even remember bridge parties. <laughs> Bull fucking shit. <laughs> Bull fucking shit. <laughs> Actually, I agree with him. We probably don't remember. Was- <laughs> <laughs> there, I have seen, I have seen photo and video proof of your. Bridge parties from Nelson. Well, oh. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thanks, Nelson. He, like, okay, no, Nelson has them. <laughs> yeah. If there's anybody else, he'd be like, damn, no, no, they don't. But nah, so it was like, he had cut the hose and he's talking to the cop. And I'm like, yo, I can get you, like, how, how do I get him out? And he's like, well, some people said, like, it was him, but his hat doesn't match the description. One, the cop is pretty dumb. It's dark. The hat that they said to describe it was a black hat. He has a navy blue hat. Motherfucker, he does have a black hat. It just looks navy blue because he's in this car right now. So I'm like, nah, I understand, sir. So what do I need to do? He's like, well, if you take him right home right now, then I don't think it'll, it'll be fine. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Gives him out his handcuffs. I grab this fuck about a shirt. Like, let's fucking go before he realizes it. Come on. And he leaves. He threw his knife in the back of uh, Bo Rouse's truck. That's who party it was. It was Bo's. And Bo was pissed because Bo had left the school at this point, And he was just coming back to party. And it was just like, they fucked it up. Threw his knife in the back of that bitch. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this shit? And I was like, no, fuck this shit. This is bullshit. And I grabbed a nigga by the car, by the, by the fucking shirt. And I brought him in the car. The other dude in the fucking car too. And I was like, yo, did you fucking do it? And he said, what? Did you fucking do it? And he said, yeah, I did it. Bo, drive. So we leave. We get all the shit done. And we go, we have Love Sterling the next fucking day. <laughs> These kids are telling Coach Gabe that they're going to sign, do all this other shit, right? But then the fucking fire marshal and Tomer come up to the damn school, at the grade school, because we're shoveling mulch. They call me and Bo over to co- talk to Coach Hanson and Coach Gabe. And Coach Gabe asks us what happens, and we tell him everything. And we're like, it wasn't even our recruits. He was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sign you guys up for recruits, da da da. And we was like, no, it's Arnell's recruit. We just say he was, they were sleeping there with us. They could sleep in our room because Arnell, it was Arnell's recruits. He had them, and he said he wanted to take them to the bridge. So they went to the bridge with him. And then I start getting calls like he's my recruit. Told him the whole story, and he was like, okay, don't worry, those guys are not coming to Sterling. And then Arnell gets pulled in, all this other shit. And I'm like, yo. Don't pull me in that shit again, yo. Don't. Like, that was your dumbass idea. Like, fuck. Oh, my God. Like, if you ever, like, if you ever gonna take a recruit to a party, bro, keep your eyes on them at least. Yeah, and to be, and to be fair, out of all of the bridge parties you guys have ever been to, most of the time, we leave you guys the hell alone. Exactly. Within reason. I mean, like, if you start causing problems or we start getting calls, it's a whole different story. Exactly. So, if you don't start shit, typically won't be shit. I never saw the cops down there. Like, I, in all four years when I was at Sterling, they never showed up. Down I there. never did until that fucking moment. Yeah. Like, until that moment. Like, I never did. Like, I could, like, it's so fucking dumb. Like, for no reason. Like, I had a fucking, like, my freshman year when you were still there, it was like, we had a guy, we had, it was another recruit 
who was jumping on the fucking pallet on the fire, dancing, but he gets his leg caught, so he had third degree burns, and the cops still didn't fucking show up. Well, I mean, we got to get called to know. Nah, he didn't. We we just put him in the shower. Yeah, exactly. We got to get called to know. Exactly. So that's why we don't show up. Exactly. <laughs> but it was just dumb shit like that, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, it was so dumb. Man, like, that shit was just, it's so, it pissed me off to my core. And then when we brought the guys back to the dorms, the fucker runs off, like, from O-Hall down A-Hall, hopping through shit, dumb and doing, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I have kids in, like, and he's like, oh, I'm hungry. He makes ramen noodles, makes a big ass mess in the, in Kilbourne, like, the lot, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, we gotta get these fuckers out of here. He said, no, I'll just eat them raw. And I'm like, get these fuckers. They finally fall asleep, finally. And I was like, it's 3 o'clock. We got to get up at 7 for Love Sterling. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> so it was a Love Sterling. Everybody was all super hungover. Bro, I was fucking hot. I was like, dude, I don't feel like doing this shit. And I told him. And then I'm shoveling mulch. I'm like, bro, fuck this shit. Like, Kenny Rossford left to go to the bathroom. Never came back. He fell asleep in the stalls. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker. Man, just name dropping and everything. He's done. <laughs> bro. Bro, that, bro, but people don't understand the year when I was here, all of that shit, bro. Those guys, you will never match that. Mitch, Kenny, Blake, Logan, all those guys. Like, bro, we just had fun. Like, shit was funny as shit. It was. And I'm like, dude, and then it was like RIP to my nigga Jordan. But it's like, bro, even Jordan, he would like be the main one. But like, bro, I'm not fucking doing push-ups for y'all. I was late. I was about to be late. <laughs> this fucking storm. Push it, let's go. I'm not doing shit for you. Come on. I'm like, come in, bro. Cause I was on the rack with him, Sean Wheat, and fucking, uh, uh, Ross. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. I, why they put a freshman with these niggas? I was like, oh shit. So I was like, fuck it. <laughs> and Speak, I was just, speaking of Sean Wheat, he got on at Fort Worth PD. Is where he's working now. I told him, if you ever see me speeding, don't give me a ticket, big dog. He was like, I got you. <laughs> no, they until he pulls you over he, yeah he's gonna be the first <laughs> I, I told Jensen that Jensen was like I'm pulling your ass over every time even if you don't do nothing I was like Jensen that's racist he was like no I just don't like you he's gonna be, he's gonna be like it's what you get for making fun of my belt buckle that fucker put my whole bed in the lobby of Kilbourne <laughs> so I don't wanna hear shit he put my entire bed set up in the lobby of Kilbourne <laughs> so I don't wanna hear shit no that fucker literally did that shit. And then it ended up breaking the bed. <laughs> and then I come, and then I did, I forgot I did something to his, I did something to his sheets. And then I, and then I come back, my bed is flipped upside down in my room. I'm like, just you know can't win. You, you know what you bitch? And it's all because he took, a, he took one of my breakfast bowls. Yep. So I took one of his. And then that started the shit. It was I'm a like, war. I'm like, bro, you took mine. It's over a breakfast bowl? Yes. <laughs> I was like, you fucker. So, so if we back up a little bit, um, what, when you very first came to Sterling, like, so obviously you were like, hey, I'm ready to sign, whatever. I don't need to hear anything more. Yeah. I mean, what, what was, what was the, the, what was the, what was it like to, uh, what was it like to have, um, like your very first instance of like seeing Sterling and getting here and then like being a part of it where you like, holy shit, well, this is way I was different. like, there's a lot of white people. <laughs> I was like, shit. And it was like, because my mom told me, she was like, do you really want to go out there with all the white people? I was like, yeah. And when I got there, I was like, damn, this is a lot of white people. And it was like, coming from where I'm from, it was like a culture shock because 
more or less, I didn't know what was going on with it. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was going to happen. Anything. But I said, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to do what I need to do. But it was more or less just me. Just I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest. And I knew wherever I went, I was going to deal with the whole racist thing. And I had this lady. I was in Dollar General. And I had my dad's food stamp card, but I forgot it. But I had the numbers. And usually when you have the numbers, you can still use it. And the man at the register would not let me use it. He was like, no, we don't do that here. Such and such. I'm like, y'all did this yesterday. What the fuck are you talking about? I can't do that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And he was just like going ham. Like, no, we're not doing that. Oh, sorry, y'all. Nigga was thirsty. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, I just had reverse segregation. The white man brought me water. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's no fucking way I'm editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> that is staying Ooh. in. That is not going in the notes. Is that a thank you? Is that, is that <laughs> <laughs> That's poor Shay's way of saying, hey, thanks, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's payback for 400 years. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Oh, man. Uh, so, it was like, just, I knew I was going to have to deal with that whole type of shit. So, I was like, and I was just going ham. like, And then this, I'm like with my groceries, walking around, and this lady's following me. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck going on? Like, why is this lady following me? I got my music in. Da, da, da. I'm not bothering nobody because I don't know nobody. So I'm getting my groceries, getting my stuff. But she's still following me. Like, every aisle I go down, she is following me. But I'm like, what the fuck? So I get to, like, I'm going, like, you know, the little middle part. At this point, they didn't have that stuff right there, like the, the table and stuff. So I walk by, and I'm, like, looking at the stuff right here. But my basket is, like, facing the door. And I'm right here, and the lady's still behind me, like, just staring at me, not even getting shit. And I was like. And I look at her, I was like, I'm paying for all this. And she just like walks away. And I'm like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and so I went to go pay for my stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, the whole food stamp car situation happened. She said, we don't do this. Blah, blah. So I had two instances like that to where that was the bad. I get up there and this was like, I was, I was about to cuss this fucker out. I, I was about to go off. But the lady behind me, she's a sweet old lady, and she said, baby, don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. I'm like, ma'am, you don't have to do that. And she said, no, I got you. I got you, baby. And I'm like, ma'am, you don't have to do that. You're fine. She was like, no, I want to. And I was like, are you sure? She was like, yes, I got you, baby. Don't worry about it. This wasn't no, like no $40, $50. No, this was $137 worth of groceries. And she just bought it. And I was like, thank you so much. Like, you did not have to do that. Then the next week, it was game week. We were playing fuck what we playing we playing i think it was the first game we played down and she comes up there hey we didn't lose by that much and she comes up there and she was like you don't remember me and i'm like huh she's like i bought your groceries i was like i figured oh i oh. thought you were gonna tell me you had my baby my bad all right good we're good we're good oh hell no this lady <laughs> passed the baby stage this lady was old and wrinkly about to like dust but right so so you met her again in the game and just like stuff like that, well, I, I met the good and the bad of that of this town. Hey, man, don't forget when the police brought you Sonic to work. You can't forget that. Oh, facts. Nigga was starving. <laughs> he said, when's the last time you ate? I said, breakfast. Nick was like, 
what you want from Sonic? I was like, nah, man, you good? I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just eat something from DJ. You good? He's like, nah, man, what you want? I was like, shit, number three with, with monster with like fried like tater tots and just. I'm like, I'm like Porsche. I'm like, this is not the time to be modest. Like, I'm a big dude like you. What and then you, that, what, and you, what like, you want, homie? And then I say, give me, and I say, give me a large cheddar peppers. And like, hey, bro. <laughs> like, give me some shit. This is not the shit. time for modesty. What you want? And I was like, fuck it. And then he brought it back, and then my manager was like, what? When when you go to sign it? I was like, nah, they just brought it to me because I ain't eating nothing since breakfast. And she was like, what? I would have gotten you something from anything. Why didn't you say nothing? I was like, because I don't want to bother you. I just came to work. Like, no. Because I've always been raised like that. Don't bother nobody with your shit. Go in there. Get your shit done. Get out. But being here, it's like everybody want to be in you. Like, they want to know what's wrong. They want to do whatever. And I'm like, I guess at least they want to help. Yeah, but I'm like, why? What do you want out of it? Like, where I'm from, like yeah. I told you, it's like, what do that, you want from that? That's what you told me that one day. You were like, it was almost like you were kind of taken aback by it because it was almost like you felt like from where you're from, like you owe me. Like, there yeah, was something, I'm like, there's a reason you're doing this. And I'm like, this. nah, bro, I don't, like, and then, like, where I'm from, I would, this is what I was like, I don't play that shit. Like, what, what you want? Like, like, nah, I don't do that. Like, don't do that. Da, da, da. And I'm like, when people do that, it takes me back still, like, even being here for so long. Because I'll still like, like, I gotta figure out who you are. If I, I don't know you and you're still doing that. And I'm like, what does this person want? What are they trying to do? What if I know you and, I st- and I'm still hesitant? Like, nah, bro, you good. I was like, nah, nah, you good. I got you, big dog. And I'm like, I, I bet that. Like, it takes a little minute. And I'm like, what? All right, cool. So I was like, shit. So, um, so you, you, you had some good experiences and you've obviously stuck around. How long, how long you, excuse me, how long you been here now? I've been here since 2017. And no plans on going anywhere else at the present moment? At least? Hell no. Nah, my wallet loves it here. Mm-hmm. If I was anywhere else, I've been broke. <laughs> um, so, you you know, what, what was your first what was your first recollection of Tomer? When did you first meet him? At the fucking bridge. Okay. Okay. So then after that, did you have, uh, didn't you have another uh, another call with him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You said you were an open book. So that's yeah, why I'm asking. yeah, yeah. Nah, he's cool. You can ask me anything. I, don't, I give two shits right now. But um, and that's why I said I'm probably gonna get called into like a staff meeting. No, you won't. College, no, you won't. Because like, I've been making notes. So and no, I'm you like, won't. yo, I didn't do shit, bro. Damn, bro, they get on my ass about everything. I'm like, you're used to that by now from the stories you're telling, bro. You 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 got to be an expert at like talking your way out of that by now. Truly, and I'll be like, what did I say? Da da da. How bad was it? I did some. I heard, I know someone that's worse, and y'all are praising this person. Don't even get me started on that one. I'll get into that and a whole other thing. But it was the next thing. Tomer, me and Tomer started talking. It was that. It was that. Uh, I love Sterling. No, well, it, he. Had, I met him like da da da. But it was one night. I was. Uh, I was drinking, drunk off my ass, but I was crying. So da da. da and I was like, it was Kate. It wasn't. It was like 2019. So it was like a year after that incident, and it was at Casey's. Casey just got built. Da, da, da. It was like one of the gas stations. So I was like, all right, cool. After the hose, the fire hose incident. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So it was like all that. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm like, you can tell I'm like crying. I'm like dealing with some shit. And told me, actually, what was going on? I was like, what the fuck do you care? He was like, hey, man, I'm just trying to care for you. Da, 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 such and such. Like, I just want to know what's wrong. And I'm like, and I told him what was going on. Like, everything going on. My mom doing everything. Like, just trying to figure shit out. And, and that's, he when he learned, that's when he learned about your brother, too. Mm-hmm. Just sat and talked with me and asked me stuff. And I was like, I'm sorry about that incident last year. And he was like, hey, man, I know you're fine. I understand. And then I talked to him about it. And I told him, like, I don't trust cops. 
And he said, why? And I was like, because my brother was killed by police brutality. I don't like cops at all. Like, I don't. Like, it takes a lot for me to trust them fuckers. But then uh, he also said, he was like, so what made you trust us? I was like, because y'all showed that y'all cared. Like, all the cops, like, before the whole change, I don't know if you know the big muscular dude, the, the bald head with glasses. He used to be on the staff. He used to be on the police, the police force. I, I don't, I, for, I keep forgetting his name. He a big dude. He not, he like, he muscular, bald head. He, fuck. Is he the one that lives across from the college? I don't know. I Maybe so, but. Big muscular dude. The only he, one I know would be, would he be talking about Cameron? Mm-hmm. He's not bald and doesn't have glasses, though. Well, he does wear glasses sometimes. Does he? Yeah. Okay. He does wear, he wear, I think he wears contacts sometimes. When did Plouts retire? Or but on. he's bald. Well, Derek. Are you talking about Derek? The chief? If, if you can show me a picture, then yes. But yeah, You keep telling your story. I'll, I'll but it you. was like, he, I saw the talk, I talked to him every time about college. Like, I didn't even know he was a cop. And he'll talk to me about like college basketball, the, his turn, his brackets. And I'm yeah. like, hell yeah. So you're so talking about like, this dude. Yes. Yeah, that's that yep. was the, the former chief, Derek Plouts. Yup. And I didn't know who he was, but I'm talking shit with him. I'm talking weed every day. And I'm like, oh shit. Hey. And then I see him in his uniform, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm about, oh, shit. I'm about to have my door kicked in I for a search like, warrant. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, Your fuck. dorm room gets kicked in. Police yeah, department search like, warrant. I was like, I name drop people. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> One of them was Kwame, so I was like, oh, fuck, I'm about to die. <laughs> so I was like, oh, 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 shit. But then he was real cool about it. He was like, no. How you doing? Such and such. Always talking, always cool with me. Everything, Tomer, uh, you. I was, I was the cool fir- with everybody. The first time that I remember meeting you was, I mean, like where I dealt with you, I guess, kind of professionally was I'd stopped a car, basically, kind of in front of your house, like just down the way a little bit, and then you come walking up. And of I course, and of course, like for me, the way that I, the way that I was trained is like, you know, like this is my traffic stop, my area, kind of like stay out of it. And Rick was there, uh, Tomer, everybody calls him Tomer. Tomer was there. And I was like, Hey, you know, cause we, we always do what's called contact cover. So I was contacting the vehicle. Rick was my cover, kind of watching what's going on and everything. And I'm like, Hey, you know, check that out. And, and he was like, nah, he's cool. Don't worry about him is basically how he, he phrased it. At which point I trusted that. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'm handling my business. And then, uh, Porsche's talking to me about like, Hey, you know, kind of basically doing his thing of like, leave him alone, you know, don't, you know, trying to basically, and I had already, I wasn't going to do anything anyway. I was like, I was looking for DUIs and stuff like, for instance, like weed and shit. I could give a, I, I don't really care about. Um, but I'm looking for like DUIs or anything else like that that I normally look for. And just talking to you through that and like, you know, ended it up being like cool. And like we, we ended on, on cool terms and everything like that. It didn't end up being no big deal. And then, you know, Sonic, Dollar General, et cetera. So, so after that, I always told people how cool you were, but I didn't know your name. I didn't get your name. So I was like, fuck. So anytime everybody asked me who you were and I was like, the big white, the big white, uh, police officer. And they was like, are you talking about Nick? And I'm like, I don't fucking know his name. The big one, the big white one. They was like, push it all white. And I was like, the big one. Shit. I don't know. <laughs> like not, four. not Tomer. <laughs> and so that night. Can I say this? We can always delete it. Fuck it. I don't care. But what happened was, was this. That, <laughs> that when I told the story, it was basically how I got the kid out of, of the, of the whole situation. Yeah. This situation. Those guys I knew. The one that was in the passenger seat was my brother. So I was like, he wasn't really my brother. I grew up with him. Da, 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 shit. So he called me his big brother. So this fucker 
was drunk off his ass, but it was his car, but he wasn't driving. Right. He was just, he, they knew he was, they knew he was not able to drive. So they was like, Hey, we'll drive. But he was drunk off his ass. So he's trying to say, like, Oh, I got food poisoning. Oh, and I'm like, he was like, that was that fucking steak pies, baby. That shit was red and shit. I got food poisoning. And I'm like, this nigga can't laugh his shit. Boy, you drunk to the bitch. <laughs> but then it was like. Of course I knew this. I yeah. <laughs> but then it was like the guy in the front seat. I told the story to you and Tomer. That was like, yeah, he's from Texas. They gave up. They got a new rule in Texas saying like, oh, you got to get your, you got to get your license re- like Well, because this was during like, this was during that like, interim of Rona. Of Rona. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm just like, all right, you know, so feasible, like, like, feasible yeah. whatever. And I was like, yeah, passports, because he said he had his number on his passport. And I was like, yeah, because that way, because in Texas, they allow you to drive like that. So I'm going along to start trying to get these niggas the fuck out of here, because none of the two of them were starters, and we needed them. So I'm like, Lord, please. The other two, they were ineligible, so I didn't give a fuck. These two were starters, so I'm like, God damn, come on, bro. So finally got them out of there, and they was like, yeah, just, hey, Tom was like, Porsche, if you can get them, just pull them in your yard and everything, they'll be fine. So I'm like, I got you. Pull up in here, set this up. But they they had four. They were really looking for a fifth person who run off. The fucker ran into my house, and he's like, bro, what the fuck? And I'm like, bro, what the fuck going on? Because <laughs> I'm like in the kitchen, like, cooking. And I'm like, and I'll hear, boom, the door bust open. I'm like, bro, what the fuck going on? Derek showing up with that search warrant. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't have nothing this time. Not this time. And then so all this shit happened. The nigga come in, he's like, bro, the cops came. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck you ran for? He was like, I was like, are you drunk? He was like, no, 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 no. Do you have stuff on you? No, 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 no. Then why the fuck you ran? He was like, nigga, it was instinct. I was like, this is why we get shot. This is why we get shot. <laughs> shit like this. Like, this nigga here. You are bugging. Boy, he was bugged out. And I'm like, Oh my god! And then I finally get the other niggas to come up, and then they come in the house and they look at the other nigga and they was like, "Nigga, what the fuck you was?" And it's like, "I ran the fuck." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, my thing was on that traffic stop was sure the guy in the passenger seat was blitzed, but then you have someone else that's not that's trying to like drive and trying to like that make doesn't sure, have his license. Make sure, make sure he's not like yeah. running into people and like killing mm-hmm. people and stuff like that. So you know, it's one of them like, could I've given that guy a ticket, but like. So what what precedent do I set by giving that ticket, right? Basically, I let, been let mad. no, but I'm saying like let that dude drive instead. Yeah. Well, he's, he's got a valid license, but he's but he's he's I drunk. I wouldn't have been mad. Won't tell you why? Because a nigga in the back seat had a license. <laughs> but you let the nigga that don't have a license that's not. And that's what drive? we talked about. I was like, dude, why are you driving when this dude's got a valid driver's license? Just get, switch seats. That's what the fuck I said. I was like, how dumb are y'all niggas? <laughs> <laughs> I literally looked at them. Like, I was like, "Do you have yours?" They was like, "Nah, I don't have mine. Like, mine gotta get reinstated in Georgia." And I was like, "All right, cool, nigga. Do you have yours?" Nah, I gotta get that. Was he's the one the passport. You drunk as shit. You, uh, yeah, yeah, you drunk. And then this nigga, he ran, so he couldn't. Have. But then this nigga, I'm like, "Why didn't you get yours?" So there's a, uh, he was like, "Oh, I wasn't really thinking about it like that. It's not my car, so I didn't make the decision. I should have let them niggas take y'all." <laughs> I should have let them niggas take him. At that point, I should just let them niggas take him. Fuck that. So, so you you meet if we back up again, you meet uh you meet Tomer like the second time. Basically, he's kind of like helping you through some shit you're dealing with, like you know the alcohol, you're drunk, plus the emotional and all that like, kind of stuff. Tomer met me at like one place where I used to drink everywhere. 
Like, I was going through some shit with my mom, like, shit with Emery, like I was telling you. Yeah. There was some mental issues with that, going shit with my mom, and, like, everything going on. It was, like, I was drinking and taking pills at the same time. But I was, like, I was an alcoholic with a, with a pill issue. Because I wanted this pain to go away and, like, everything. And, like, Tomer saw me one time. I'm high off my mind while drunk and shit. Like, I'm crossfaded, but in a bad way. And he seen me, and he was just like, oh, man, how you doing? Such and such. And I'm like. So Tomer was down. Like, I'm trying to keep it together because I know who Tomer is. And it was like, shit, man. Was he on duty or off duty? He was off duty. Oh, okay. So I was like, shit. Like, fuck. I know who Tomer is. I'm going to be trying to hold it together. But then the next day, he was like, Pusha, you all right? And I'm like, I'm good. What's happening? And he was like, nah, you all right? And I was like, you have a good day, Tomer. And he was like, hey, man, you know I'm here, right? I was like, yeah, I got you, big dog. Because I'm trying to keep up, trying to keep face, and, like, not a lot of people know what the fuck be going on with that shit. So, I'll just be like, hey, man, I don't need nobody looking out for me like that. I'm a grown man. I'm cooling. But it was like, during that time, shit, it was hard. It was hard as fuck. Because I remember one time Coach Hanson had to come get me because I was, like, fucked up. And I remember I was, like, during in the dorms, I had bought, just in the month of January, I had bought and drunk all. I think of 32, 33 bottles of Crown Royal, salt of caramel, all in the month of January. And it was like January 16th. Damn. And I just drank them all. Just drinking, drinking, drinking. And I had pills. I had my antidepressant pills and I had my mom's hydrocodone pills. So I was just taking them pills and I was just on cloud nine. Like I couldn't feel shit. And I one time I went to calf and I went off on somebody. Like someone I was real cool with and he was saying some shit and I was like, Jay, shut the fuck up. And he was like, whoa, man, said this. I'm like, nigga, leave me the fuck alone. Like, and he coached Hooker at the time. He was like, man, what's going on? I've never seen the side of y'all. I was like, yeah, fuck off. He was like, oh, we on this now. All right. All right. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck at this point. Like, I don't. You can't, I can't tell you how many times that we, we have like relied on like Coach Hansen or anyone else. Like, we'll give him a phone call and be like, hey, we're dealing with like, sometimes we might like, we usually try to handle things in house. So like, it doesn't get back to your coaches, but there are sometimes like, if we get somebody that, um, like, uh, uh I want to give a name, but I probably shouldn't. Well, like some people that we're dealing with and I'll be like, I'll call and I'll be like, Hey, I kind of had like this traffic stop of this dude. And like he was crying and like, I, you know, you might want to check in on him. And, uh, you know, they'll be like, yeah, you know, they don't tell us what's, what's going on, but they're like, Hey, yeah, they're dealing with some heavy shit right now. But I'm like, okay, well, like now, you know, you can reach out, you can help, you know, cause obviously me giving them a ticket or me taking them to jail, certainly not going to make this Doesn't situation any better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we relied on the, we rely on the coaches quite a bit. Like if there's something that's not quite right, or we can't get cooperation out of someone. Like there was one time there was a party that was like <clears throat> down the street from my house. And it was loud, and we kept getting call after call after call. And I just showed up, and I was like, "Hey, was it? Yeah, okay." So, so okay. I was just like, "I, I just, I just said, I just QB one when, when I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep." So, so I show up, I show up, and I'm like, "Hey, man, like, listen, like, I'm not trying to like mess with what you got going on. I know you're having fun, like all that other good stuff. Like, have your fun, right?" Just turn it down a little bit. That's all I'm asking. Just so like, well, people stop calling. Like, I'm not trying to break it up. I'm not trying to tell you to shut it down. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have some music. And I was just like, okay. Like, I, I evidently didn't make myself clear. I was like, so here's the deal, homie. I was like, you know as well as I do 
There's probably people that are underage drinking in there. There's probably a little bit of smoke in there too. So do I get to go in there and I just start arresting people or are we going to like, we're going to come to an understanding? Like, just turn it down. It's all I'm asking for. That's it. And so he's like, all right, well, fine. like whatever, you know. And so he goes back inside. And so I <clears throat> sit out in front of the house. Like I sit out front and I know the dude's name, but I, he wouldn't give me any info about him. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to know who you are. You're in the system. So I got you. So I, I pre-filled the ticket out. Like I had the ticket ready to go. I had it all pre-filled out because I knew the call was going to be coming again. So as sure shit, third call came. And I'm like, for me, that's it. Three strikes, you're out. I show up and I'm like, all right, time to get, time to be done. Uh, I was like, here's your ticket for this, that, and the other. He's like, how'd you know my name? You didn't know my name. I'm like, actually, you did tell me your name. You didn't tell me your name, date of birth or anything like that. No, I didn't. I said, see this body camera? Cause we had the ones on our head. See this body camera right here? He's like, it'll say otherwise. <clears throat> and so I had it all. And, he, and needless to say, that problem was, but I was calling Han- Coach Hansen cause I'm like, here's the deal. If your players are going to be messing with the community and messing with their sleep, I'm going to be messing with your sleep. That way, because I know that shit will get handled on the field later on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's there's a lot of times that we have tried our best to like lean on the coaches to get them to handle problems. That way, we're not giving people criminal history. We're not screwing with with because like you get a weed charge, like your 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 federal student aid's gone because mm-hmm. you can't have drug charges. So um, we we leaned on them quite heavily just to kind of help take care of problems of before taking people to, to jail and before giving people tickets. Honestly, didn't know that. A lot of kids don't know that because I remember uh, he's gone, but the, uh, Kevin uh, Mawa, he was he was one of them where it was like he was big into the stuff that and then they booked him for it. Like he was one of the ones that failed the test and did everything, and then like he the next year he decided to come back. Like he mm-hmm. he, he served doing suspension, that dr- yeah. But then he said, "I can't pay for school." Like da-da-da. and I was like. He was like, they like my tuition went up, and I was like, nah, your tuition didn't go up, and the yo your stuff went away. Like they took away something from you, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, the coach and the coaches said they didn't take nothing. But then it was like, now that I'm hearing this, I'm like, oh damn, they took his fast away. But you take your fast away from somebody, it's a lot. That's a lot of money. Yep, right. And that's what we try to avoid because, like, I mean, especially when it comes to. uh Especially when it comes to like a p- simple possession weed charge, like that doesn't make any sense. Why are you mm-hmm. going to take away somebody's ability to potentially try to better their lives over like a simple weed possession charge? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Now, now, if you want to talk yourself into getting arrested, that's a whole different story. Yep. You know, you want to be a d bag to me? I can be a d bag. Like, I mean, <laughs> I can turn that on. I can do that. But usually, I try to work with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the the, the pigmentation <clears throat> of you. It's like bred it in you. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> He's like, well, you're getting a ticket next time. I was gonna say, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna put that black check mark there. We'll remember that. Why's gotta be black? I knew that was coming. <laughs> the moment, the moment it left my mouth, the moment it left my mouth, I knew that was what was coming. Oh shit! <laughs> this this nondescript check mark is going down. Is that better, fucker? Um. But all right, so so you say you so your your brother died to police brutality. Let's talk about that a little bit. What's the story yeah. there? So I was a senior in high school, and my brother, even before that, my brother was always been in the streets, always. And it's like, you know, the old story tape. There's one way this story ends: either you in jail for life, or you in the ground, one or the other. Like it's hard to get out that life. And my and brother, how, how old was he at this point? When I was a senior in high school, yeah. my brother was. I was 17. I think my brother would have been. 
19 dead. I want to say my brother would have been like 38, 39. Okay. So he was the oldest out of all of us. But my brother been in and out of jail since he was 16. So it was like, he in that, he in that life. And people feared him in the streets. People asked me, oh, you tank, brother. Yeah. They'll leave me alone every time I go down there. And it'll be like, they know not to fuck with us. Like, and I wasn't even in it like that. Like, I wasn't in the streets every day doing all this. Like, I was doing stuff, but not to the levels of him. Right. And my brother, it was like one day he told my dad, like, the last time he got out of jail, it was like right that summer. That was the last time I saw my brother. And it was like, he said, oh, I'm going to come out there. I'm going to see your games. I'm out now, nigga. I'm coming to see your big ass. Yo, I seen him. I talked to him. I hugged him. He gave me $200, like all this stuff. And I'm like, shit. Damn, I miss my brother. And then he'll talk to me on the phone every day, do all this. Like, yeah. But then my dad said this is when he started to know when this stuff went off the rails. When he went into the church, because he wanted to go meet some people, and he was like, hold on. Your brother went to meet Yeah, he was like, and my dad, and he got his gun on him. And my dad was like, Tank, you ain't taking no gun in no church. He was like, Dad, I ain't taking this piece off me. I can't. I gotta have some type of protection. Like I ain't taking this piece off me. If I gotta, if I can't go in there without no gun, I'm not going in there. He was like, "Tank, you wanna go take that in front of God?" He was like, "God can kiss my ass. I'm taking my gun in there. I don't fear God." And then my dad knew it right then and there. Damn, my son is lost. Like he, he, my like my son gonna die. And then like three months later, my my brother got into like a shootout. Like someone, one of his closest homeboys, snitched on him. Like, try to get the jump on him, do all this. And then the cops came, raided his stuff. And my brother said, and he told my dad, I'm not going back, dad. I can't go back. Like the prison. So we knew what that meant. The cops come. It's going to be some shit. And what they said was that when they was, like, getting him, they could have easily got him. But then they said when my brother was like this, like, with his arm up, they said he had a gun in his hand. And they said he shot himself. Me as a 17-year-old watching that film, I see my brother getting shot, dying, lying there. And I'm like, I don't tell people this a lot, but it's like that flipped a switch in my head, meaning that like, damn, that hurt. And people don't get that shit. Like, I watched my brother die, not... It's just hard. And people don't realize that shit. Like, when you see someone close like that till you die, it's hard. And it was just. It's nothing I don't want, I don't want nobody to go through because that's a lot of things that I think about in my head right now. I tell people all the time, like, I, I got some fucked up images in my head because of shit like that. I've seen people die. I've seen my brother die. I've seen my cousins die, like, in front of me. And not from, like, no. Disease. No, I've seen them shot, die. Like, I've seen them beat up, die. Like, shit like that. So, it's hard. And it's hard for, like, people from our area to really understand that. Like, we don't, that doesn't happen around here for the most part, you know? And just being, like, from my standpoint, like, you coming here and just sharing this knowledge with everybody else, you know, it's like, you never know what someone's going through. You never know what they've seen. Yeah. It's 
A lot of people always be like, oh, Porsche's the happy-go-lucky person. He's always the person to to be this. Like, he's always up going. He's always cool. Like, I can always allow Porsche to keep me upset to such, but then I go back to my door and I cry my eyes out. Put my mask on. Yeah. Like, yep. I know exactly <clears throat> what you're talking about. Because I, I know if I'm down, everybody around me down. And I hate that shit. So I just like, all right, I got to force this shit out real quick. And I'm like, because if I'm down, what the fuck? Like, I got to be the life of the party because it's like, shit, if I'm not, then shit, nobody is. Fuck. Like, it's going to be hard. Because I hate that feeling. Like, I hate feeling down. But when I'm by myself and I just got my thoughts, like, that's why I hate silence. Like, I cannot do it. I need to talk. That's why I'm always talking. I'm always doing something. I'm always listening to something. I'm always getting some type of knowledge in me. Because if I don't, those dark-ass thoughts come up to my head where it's like, when I found out my brother died, I was in a dark ass place. And I was like, but I still was like trying my hardest, still doing this. Then I found out my mom had cancer. <clears throat> I was in a real dark ass place. Like, you now you're going to take my mama away from me? Oh, I started losing my shit. Like, I, <clears throat> like, I tried to kill myself. And it was like, it was around Christmas time when we went back home. And everybody was gone, went home. But, like, my cousin was living with us at the time, and he was the person that he was into it. He he was the one who taught me how to make some stuff. Like, he made some stuff for the for the block, and he sold some shit. And I used to help, but then it was like, one day I was, like, just down on it, just thinking. I was like, am I really needed in this world? Like, am I, what, what fucking purpose do I have? And I was just like. I was, I was ready. I knew where he kept his gun. And I had that bitch in my hand just sitting in my room. And I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I was talking to my brother like, I'm sorry, bro. I don't mean to let you down right now. But I'm done. And I was, I was ready. I held that bitch to my head and I heard the door open. I was like, oh shit, shit I gotta put this shit up. And my little cousin came in that bitch. He started asking me, hey D, come on, come on, let's go play 2K, come on. And I'm like, yeah, I got you, come on, big dog, come on. Seconds later, I was ready to shoot my fucking brains up. And I didn't know what to do at that point. Like, I was just like, I gotta keep this up for them real quick. And then the next semester, I went in, I talked to Nick McGrew. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the seniors that I talked to every day about being homesick. He mentored me, he helped me through everything. And I told him that next semester, cause that was his last year. And I told him like, Hey man, I need, I need your help. And he was like, what's going on? And I told him what happened. And he was like, push it. I, I would never expect that from someone like you. I'm sorry to hear that, but please promise me that you won't do that again. I was like, Nick, I can't right now. I can't. It's hard right now. He was like, well, I'll call you every day. And he called me every day, making sure I was good. Came to my room every day, making sure I was good, making sure I was upbeat. I was cool. And if I was down, he'll come up to me like, hey, Porsche, what's up? He was my life. He helped me. Him, Melvin, Snoop. They helped me. And I thank those guys to this day because I wouldn't be here. 
at all. Like, it was hard. People don't know that about me, but there's always something behind a smile because uh, I had to learn this at a young age. The happiest people are the ones that's going through the most stuff in their life because they got to keep it up. You you can be down and you can be good the next day. Uh, so if we down one second, guess what? It's, it could be over. So I just tell people a lot, like, hey, man, like today, not today. And they, like, the people that's closest to me, they know, like, what's going on? You good? I'm like, I just need to let some shit out right now. So it's just not, well, that's not only look down on people, like, with the whole Christianity thing. Like, but sometimes I hate God. I tell them straight up, I hate God. Like, you took my brother and you took my mama away from me. When you take my mom away from me, we got a problem. And... Yeah, I go to a Christian school. I work for a Christian school. That could, I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you straight up. I don't, I don't agree with some stuff. I don't. Because I'm not about to force a kid into believing something when they don't. Coming from where I'm, where I'm from, we don't get sunshine and rainbows and having our kids walk down the street by themselves at night. We do that. They end up dead or missing. So guess what? That whole shit that that they preach, no, it's experience. It's realizing life. Because guess what? Y'all leave this town, guess what's going to happen to you? They will be in for a fucking culture shock. And a lot of times I tell people, yo, where I'm from is hard. Don't, and all these kids out here acting like they hard, send them, send them to a place where it is. I promise you they won't last 15 minutes. And the whole thing is just, I go off experience. Like, yeah, I hate God, but do not, do I know he's there? Yeah. And do I know he's our almighty savior? Yes, but it's the sins of the flesh. I'm going to miss my mom. I'm going to miss my brother. Hell yeah, I'm going to miss those people. Let me tell you why. Because they were my fucking lifeline. You tell me right now that if you lost your mother, you lost your brother that you would not cry and say you want them back? Or are you going to be the typical Christianic trope? Oh, God is doing this for a reason. Shut the fuck up. You know what the fuck you're doing. You know damn well you want them people back. And you know you're saying it right now. Why'd they have to take them? Why'd they have to do that? I'm just real enough to fucking say it. Do you think uh, clear back in 2017 when you were a senior in high school, that was God's deal? Sending Joe Kenny down there to recruit you to come to Sterling College. Cause then, then, then you had this, this brotherhood that you formed and these guys around you and that support system. I tell him all the time. I, I told Coach Kenny, thank you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why? Cause you brought me here. Because every single time I was like, man, I don't care. You're helping me. Every single time Coach Kenny helped me. Every single time. Because, like, yeah, sometimes we didn't agree on stuff, but I thank him to this day because he, he helped me get here. Him, Coach Hanson, Coach Chuck, they helped me here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, to this day, I don't care what, what people say. As a person, those men will always have my respect because yep. they helped me 100%. And without that, I wouldn't be here to be honest like i tell people now that i'm older and more getting more up there i'm not 100 into it 
because I still got some stuff to work out. I'm not I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, I'm 10 percent believing, but I'm going to be whole heart. I'm a wholehearted Christian to all this. Fuck no. If I'm not 100 percent, I'm not going to be in it. None of us are perfect, though. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I need to be I need to work through some shit first before I go to God. That's just like going as a false prophet. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go when I'm ready, because when I'm ready, then I know I'm giving my I'm giving my all. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go and not give my all. Like, I'm there. I believe. I still do readings. I still do everything. But I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a trope. I don't want to be a, a fucking false idol. I don't want to be that. No. I'm, I, that's why I tell kids when I recruit. That's not me. And that's and I don't want you to be that. If you're not ready, tell me. And we'll work through it together. Let's go. And I tell and that's what I, I just try to get through. Like, I don't. I don't get it, and that's why I tell I tell people like no, that's not me at all. I and do so, I do see that a little bit at Sterling College where it's almost like that Christianity is almost forced on you and this and that. Um, but like at the end of the day, like they give you the tools you need, yeah. and they like like the relationships you build with and everybody. That's, and that's why I say it's not all. Yeah, it's it's some, it's some that does it, but there's some that don't, do mm-hmm. it. and they'll tell you shit. Like I remember the old chaplain Paul Brandis. He did not. He used to sit. You know these two people, Melvin and James. Mm-hmm. Nelson. You remember them too? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was us three. We playing cards like spades. Nigga game. So <laughs> we said, oh, Paul, you know how to like joking. You know how to play spades? Yeah, I know how to play spades. We're like, for real? Come on. He was like, I got 20 minutes. Come on. And he started playing with us. This is the chaplain of the school. He get, he was like, damn, what kind of hand is this? We said, yo, did y'all just fucking hear the chaplain curse? Bro, what the fuck going on with this? <laughs> bro, like, what the fuck? And he, we just sat it down again, and he was just like this. And he was like, damn it. Set this up. He was like, bro, I know y'all heard that. I ain't the only one that heard this. He was like, bro, man, what the fuck? Man, what the fuck? He the chaplain. Set this up. And so we look at it again. So James was like, shit, man. And then Paul was like, he ain't do nothing. So we was like. Game on. <laughs> oh, we could do this. And I just, fuck! Like, it was a good card, but I was just, fuck! <laughs> and Mel was like, shit, man! Da, da, da. We're going in. Paul's like, damn! Shit! And we was like, we, and it was, I just asked questions. We was like, Paul, you the chaplain. What you guys? He was like, nobody's perfect, man. So I was like, <laughs> game on, nigga, let's go. I was like, oh shit. And he just told us, he was like, I'm not, I don't want to force you guys into being something that you're not. Like James was like out of Christianity. He didn't do none of that stuff. But talking to Paul got him into it. Mm-hmm. Snoop was the same way. Getting up, like he would let us be us talking to us and getting us right with the Lord. But he didn't force us to do anything. He let us be us and he does that. Now I think it's not there. Like the new guy. I don't think he has that. He doesn't have a connection with it. Anytime I talked with him, he brings up, oh, like, oh, how me and Emery don't look happy. So does it look like you got, like, I, like, I'm about to have a, like, I, I was about to have a divorce. I, was, I almost divorced my wife. Why you keep bringing up divorce with me and my damn fiance? The reason why we don't look like we don't like each other, cause bitch, we just got out of practice and off of work. We're, we're fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody right now. Like, dude. It was so aggravating. I'm like, as soon as I met him, it was like, that's the only thing he kept bringing up. I'm like, dude, I don't have time. I got work. 
Like, I can't, like, yes, I want to take her out on a date. And I will. But not right now. We're in season. Like, I don't have time. And I'm like, get get out of my face. And anytime he brings up stuff, if you don't say a single scripture, he gets mad. Like, if you speak and you don't say a scripture, he gets mad. And I'm like, you know, not everything is, like, you know, you know, you don't have to say a scripture every single time. Because when you say, if you start off with God to a kid, like, not saying where I'm from, but like, any kid nowadays, you bring up Christianity, if it's not the kid that was brought up in it, you will say something right to him. But then, guess what? You bring up Christianity now, that's the only thing they'll hear. And they're going to think that you're trying to force them into it. If you bring up experiences, you bring up what you've been through and what you've been through in life, what others have been through in life, guess what? They're going to be more in tune and they're going to believe you more. And then you'll be like, yeah, I'm trying to get my right, my walk with God right, right. If you want to as well, you can, you can come along. You don't force them into it. I always tell kids in a recruiting thing, I was like, Sterling College, what I see it as is that we're not about standing it, like st- being in front of you and grabbing your hand and pulling you away. Or we're not, and guess what? We're not even behind you. We're not behind you trying to force you to a way we want. We're standing right beside you. And no matter if you're 20 steps going or if you're six steps, we will walk on this path together. That's what the fuck it should be. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And that's why I said <clears throat> no. A lot of times, a lot of people, they want to be in front or they want to be in the back. But who knows? But who, what does Porsche know? The, the kid that's not, the kid that was always talkative and not doing anything. Like, oh, but yet I was involved with everything at the school. But yet I don't know anything about the school. That makes no sense to me. The only thing out of that whole, the whole thing that I would caution, that I would caution you on is you talk about how you always have to be talking, always have to be consuming, always have to do that kind of stuff because you don't want to be alone in your thoughts. I've, heard, I've said it many times on this podcast is at some point you're, you're taking like a basketball and holding it underwater. Like all your problems, all them things that you don't want to think about, don't want to deal with, don't want at the forefront of your mind and you're holding it underwater. And eventually, I mean, you can hold a basketball underwater. It's not hard, right? But eventually like your hand's going to slip off it or something or whatever. And what happens to that basketball? Yeah. So the only thing I would give you there, man, is, and this isn't me forcing anything on you. This is, this is, this is a man talking to a man that truly sees the value in you. You're getting ready to marry a woman. You're getting ready to start a family. And the reason I tell you this is because this shit happened in my marriage and almost fucking cratered it of me not dealing with my shit. And that basketball came shooting to the surface with both my wife and I. So, I'm not saying like you got to go to some like therapist and just like, like spill your guts like all the time or anything like just get it all out there, but just little bits at a time because I don't want to see you sabotage what you got going on, man. The girl you were talking about on the way here, like you obviously love that girl and And I want to see you continue that. You know what I'm saying? And it's more or less not me just like letting it out. I don't want to, like you just said, bit, bit by bit. Yeah. I let it out. I mean, like when I tell them like, hey, not today. That's when we like letting these cries out. Now, unless I don't cry over my mom, I, I look, I can look back at the memories and laugh and not like cry every time. But it's more or less just those memories. It's like me work. I don't want to work through everything. I want to work through one oh, yeah. thing yeah. one by one. And I, I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. And that's, no, and that's no what problem. I'm kind of no doing. Problem. Yeah. And I'm like, at first it was my brother. Got over, like, I'm still, like, I, I still, like, I, I'm like, yeah, I think about my brother, I'm like, damn, shit, like, around his birthday, around that, I'll think about it, or around his, like, when he died, I'm like, shit, that's the hardest time, 
Like, no matter if I'm 30, 40, it don't matter. I'm going to still cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a normal day, and I'm like, bro, my fucking brother was fucking psycho. He was a psychopath. But then, like, now, like, and now I'm getting to the point with my mom. I'm like, Emery met my mom the one the summer before she passed. And now I laugh about this because, so, we went to three different stores. She's going to hate me for telling this on a, on a podcast. But I don't give a fuck. You don't have to cut this. She can hate me. I don't care. But... <laughs> We go to three different stores. We, she buys a whole bunch of shit. She's a spender. I'm a saver. So she uses my money. <laughs> All this shit. So we bam. We go out there. Da, 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 we get the shit. She's never been to Houston before. So I take it a whole bunch of other places. I take it to the nigga stores where the shit is cheap and good. I took it to this place where she got a Nike uh, cutoff workout shirt for $3. It's called <laughs> City Trend, the place I told yep, Eli right, go to. Yeah. Did he ever go? So I don't think so. Take him. You well, love it. He probably forgot, to be honest. I Put mean, it, text and be like, City Trend, I'll do it right City now. Trend next Saturday, leave you going. And it was like, we went to these stores, she bought hella shit. So my mom asked her, we came back, she was like, oh, what all did you buy? And she's like, having a good time sitting on the couch next to my mom. Oh, yeah, I bought this, and look at this. My mom was like, oh, yeah, I like that. So just all this other stuff. And then halfway through, my mom was like, all this other stuff. And then she was like, yeah, so she was like, how many stores did y'all go to? She was like, she's named the store. She was like, oh, so y'all went to like three, four stores, right? She was like, yeah. And she was like, so out of all the stuff that y'all bought there, y'all bought no condoms. <laughs> Right to her face. <laughs> I'm in the back. I knew where this was going. And I said, Oh boy. I was like, Hey, my mom want to talk to you. I knew where this was going because every time, every time, I know my mother. Boy, Emery was sitting there. She was like, uh, She was like, I know my son. And you are a young woman. You have needs. And I know my son. Why did y'all buy no condoms? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and she was in every balls like, in your court, honey. Literally in every way. <laughs> I said she wanted to talk to you, not me. I know this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so she talked and she was she was so embarrassed. That shit was so funny. She was like, Why didn't you tell me what the hell she was gonna say? <laughs> it was it was spare the moment. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. You just like to see the look on their face when she asked that question. That shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Every fucking time. Every fucking time. That shit's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but then it's like, like the last girl that met my mom, it was like f- four years before that. So I was like, I went tripping. I know the conversation. Cause my mom asked me all the time when I be going all the time, you, you got them? Yeah. Fuck, actually no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like my dad and that. As a you trying to work on kid, like number 13 kids? Nope. Because guess what? Unlike my father, I pull out <laughs> the ultimate game. So what's uh so what what's the what's the five year plan for Porsche? What do you want to do, man? Like what do you what's what's your mind's eye for what you want to do? I don't like that. Okay, fair. Like I told you, I'm more or less I can't tell you what I'm gonna do in five years if I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do tomorrow. Yeah. More or less, I just go. Well, I, what's what's I mean? You, you told me you wanted to keep coaching, so yeah. I mean, like, and hell, five years from now it might change. Yeah, but right now I want to be a coach, and I'm really loving it. I'm really liking what I want to do, and it's it is the long term goal. But like I've also had to learn, it was like like I said about my mom and my brother, would I have been the same if they would have still been here? No. God has a plan. I just don't know it. Am I gonna get mad? Fuck yes. But it's the same thing with this. Right now, I want to coach, and that's my long-term goal. As long as God is that, as long as that's my plan, I'm on it. Let's go. 
Because I'm loving it right now. I love doing this. Hell yeah, some days I be pissed off. I be mad. Like, it's every day. You're not like, hell, you go to the grocery store and you hate people. So what's the difference if you go to work? It's work. Nobody likes fucking work. You ain't the president. So, bitch, you got to you gotta go do something. I think Fuck. I'd like work less if I were the president. Yeah. Hey, I'll be in my bed. You know me something? All right. And I just signed off on the war and everything. I don't give a fuck, bro. Just leave me alone. Just let me get my 12 out now. I'll be dead. <laughs> but I don't, I don't like, like the five year plan thing. I see my, like, I can do it like with family, but then even then, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just go a day by day. Like, hell, it feel right. Shit, let's go. Shit. I, that's just me. I'm, I'm a spur of the moment type guy. Everybody asks me, what you want for dinner? I don't know. Anything. I'm cool. She'll be like, what do you mean? So I'm, like, I'm fat. I will eat anything. Make it. <laughs> I don't care. So I'm not a picky eater. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> you make spaghetti, I'll eat it. <laughs> Garlic bread, I'll eat it. Like, I, I don't care. What's something you don't like? Cat food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. So, you, so you've tried it. I had to for five years. <sighs> They tried to tell me that they made uh, gumbo. And I was like, ma'am, that's not gumbo. Yes, it is. I was like, ma'am, that is not gumbo. She was like, oh, yes, it is. I read it in the book. And I said, see, that's why you messed up. <laughs> that is not gumbo. Gumbo ain't red. She was like, yes, it is. So I showed her a picture of what the fuck gumbo looked like. And she was like, what? What is that? And I was like, that is real gumbo. Oh, she was pissed off. And I was like, I'm not eating that shit. And I walked off. And everybody went up there. They was like, no, I'm not eating that. Everybody left the line. Nobody <laughs> eating that shit. When so, you tell me some shit that where I'm from, where the fuck y'all got it from? You don't. You talking about we don't? That, that ain't right. Oh, you dumb bitch. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. Talking about oh, yeah, that ain't right. I, well, I got it from a book. Well, bitch, your book is wrong and you are stupid. There you go. Stupid bitch. Oh my god, I fucking hate. Oh. Don't even get him started. <laughs> He's protective on the of his gumbo. I'm a fat man. You, you just had me my to food ask is him. Wrong? <laughs> he was like, I didn't know where that was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just more or less just uh I see myself I wanted because Emery Emery wants to be AT at Sterling. Like she's going to the AT program. So after this year, she still has a year of undergrad and then the two years of master program. So more or less legitimately I'm here for three years. After that, like I said, Let's see where we at. Yeah. And that's why I said, I want I want to be around here. I want to be. So if we are, then let's rock and roll. Because if it's a familiar face, if it's anything, if it comes to it, I want to I want to get past this GA shit. I want to get past that. I've shown that I can because I, I'm working my ass off right now as a GA, working at DG. When I worked at Sonic, I worked my ass off as a GA. The shit, when I came in knowing nothing. The guys respect me. The guys know who I am. And I, I'm learning more to more or less. They don't treat, I told, like, they, the coaches, the other coaches on staff thought that I had a problem with, like, oh, being a player and then a coach. Like, the, oh, I'm still acting like I'm a player. Like, these are my buddies doing all this and that. But then they was like, I tell them, like, no, it's not that. I, I'm buddies with them. It's more or less a respect thing. Because the guys that I played with, Ponce, C.O.C., Devin, all of them, like, I played with those guys. Like, guess what? They were the first ones to be like, oh, what's up, Coach P? Like, that's a sign of respect that I got from them. Like, that ain't, like, they ain't going to just be like, oh, like, oh, what's up, Porsche? 
Like, no, this like they know I'm a coach. What's up, Coach Pete? Like, hey, can we just say Coach P instead of Coach Bochet? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Just call me Coach P. Like, what's up, Coach P? Like, simple. Like, like yeah, they my niggas. Like, they know what's up. Like, at the end of the day, I play with y'all. Like, what's up, y'all? I think Jake went through that that a little bit, too. Yeah, he told me that, yo. Because he had played with Rigo at one point, and then he became his coach. So, it yeah, was kind of weird. Yeah, I played two years with Jake, and then he was my offensive line coach my so, last two years. So, it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So, you was like... I remember you from something. <laughs> 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 so it was weird. So it was, that's what I had to go through. And I'm like, man, fuck that. I don't so fuck you're that. yelling at me during stance and starts, and you were here last year complaining about stance and starts. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, I'm, who the fuck was it? I think it was you that said something. It was like the first week, and we was complaining. It was like the first day. I was like, God damn. And then he said, come on, you got to do it. You got to do it. And then you was like, you didn't want to do this. <laughs> And he's like, shut up, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Nate would always challenge him on shit. I'm like, it was you and Ant that did that shit. That shit. <laughs> it yeah. was him and Ant that always did that shit. Regal's more or less the, he wouldn't question it. Those two fuckers would question everything. He'll say, he'll say, we gotta do this on the line. They'll be like, why? You didn't do it? <laughs> cause they played the same, cause they played tackle, which he played. And so they was like, you didn't do it. And they was like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, Jake graduated, and then I took his position. Basically, be like, be like, all right, be like, all right, Nate, just just take off running and don't stop till I tell you you can. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Oh my god! And then he wonders why we became the way we were. Well, we had great fucking role models. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. You made us this way. Like, it's all your fault, man. Yeah. Started the snowball rolling downhill. Yeah, no, Sterling College we football struggling because no, of you. Because we recruited a kid. He was he had a, he had one hand, and so we was like, "Oh my god, is he gonna have a plastic hand?" And we was like, "We need to recruit three more guys that have like the other hand and like the legs, and we're gonna take their prosthetics and then put them on Cohen to make Exodia." <laughs> <laughs> <Gosh. laughs> oh, we were, I told you we were some demons, bro. That's not what funny. That stuff was hilarious. Oh my god, we we were some demons. See, it wasn't nearly as bad as you guys thought it was going to be. What? We made fun of each other a little bit, yeah. but not too bad. When did I make fun of? In the very beginning. I make fun of him. That was true. <laughs> <laughs> it Same was. They just put me on blast. <laughs> You're wearing Warrior football right now, and you. I think that's the same damn shirt that you never sweated in. <laughs> 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 no, I had to keep them nice, man. Couldn't so sweat in these things. The rule. No, you gotta come out there in Sterling gear. That same fucking shirt. I don't think we got them no more. We we only wear. We only, he gives us gray ones. Only gray ones now. Gray and red. But now we don't even get the red ones. We just get gray. <laughs> and then I show up. I get. I wore the blue and the red ones. I was like, "Oh, where y'all get? Where you get that from, Coach Pete?" Like, I went here for five years. I got shit that y'all might not. <laughs> I got the shorts with no pockets. Everything. So yes, I remember those. Those sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next year, he saw me and he was like, "Oh, the fuck, y'all got pockets?" I'm like, "Yeah, I get to take my phone out the prank." <laughs> That's probably why they didn't. That's have pockets probably on. why they didn't have pockets on there. I mean, fuck that. The fucking thing we had in something. Fuck, I'm glad. Shit, we had. Dom, Dom, not the other Dom, uh, Dez and Dez, Kenya, Ray, fucking Dwight, Snoop, all them niggas would have been at practice, huh? Oh, my bad, coach, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, 
Petty. Fuck, I'm like, bro, can, can y'all niggas just like Vinny? Definitely Vinny. And Vinny would have been the main one just told what? Oh, I didn't even hear you call the play. My bad, cool. My bad. Motherfucker. It's like, damn. Because I remember one time, it was like during scout, like I was on scout team O, and it was just like, it was just me, Nick Berry, Josh Mitchell, Up Church. So you got to block Vinny a lot, didn't you? Yeah. And, it was, and we, just, we just having a nice time. We just had fun. Like, fuck, we gave him a good ass look. Some days we would beat. The uh, starting defense, and we he Coach Gabe would blow like his, you know, he'll be small, like oh, wide and melatonin. And huh? I said they were trash anyways. The starting defense, <laughs> they helped us that twenty seventeen <laughs> year shit. <laughs> fuck, they would have made because fuck, EB could run his ass off, but shit, he would fumble too. Yeah, it was. Oh man, I remember, I remember this one vivid practice. We were practicing. Starting, starting D and starting and compete. Oh, we were going at each other. We were going at each other throats. We was going back and forth, touchdown. I mean, but starting oh compete. Uh, scout team. Oh, we had Shaheem. We had John John. We had we had niggas on our squad. We was good, <laughs> bro. We was calling. We had up church choke slamming people. We was calling, and we was going in, boy. And we was beating the starting D, but D would come back and smack the fuck out of us. Da da da. They had it the hardest. Kwame was on scout D. Uh, DC was on Scout D, Big Larry. All I'm like, damn, they got a that's a fucking starting defense. Right? <laughs> it really they probably would have been. And they was going ham. And man, when I say the starting old just couldn't get shit done this day, Bruh, Coach Chuck said it was like five o'clock. We was our, we was only an hour in. He called everybody in. He said, starting D, uh, Scout O and Scout D, you're done for the day. Go. Starting old, sit right here and think what y'all done done and left. I was like, I'm going to the calf. You go, you going to the calf to get your gumbo? I never had that. Okay, my freshman year, it was smacking. I had popcorn chicken, popcorn shrimp. It wasn't bad, but then the next year, they want to come up with it. Oh, we're going to have a day where there's, it's all veggies. There's no meat. All those football players said, we just wasted a fucking spike on this. <laughs> Y'all, it's no meat. It was a no meat day. I said, bitch, I am fat. <laughs> Give me meat. Pause. I need I need, I need, need to keep that protein synthesis going, please. <laughs> I, I was like, y'all are some dumb asses right now. Like, the cats be pissing me off with their fucking selection sometimes. I'm like, at one point, they took away Larkin Station for a week. Like, for no reason. And Larkin Station was the best fucking station. Like, every week it'll change. I'm like, y'all are some dumbasses right now. <laughs> like, I hope y'all know that. Don't mess with our food, man. Don't mess I, with I'm, the I'm seeing, food. I'm seeing that. I'm Bro, seeing I was that. so pissed. And at the time, I ain't had no money, so I ain't go to Sonic. I just said, I'm going to DG, give me a fucking pizza, bitch. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming out, man, and sharing all that with us. I mean, especially the, the heavy shit as well. Hey, man, it is what it is. Um, I mean, I, I, I asked you beforehand whether we could talk about that because I know it's kind of sometimes some people are kind of sensitive about that stuff and say no. Some people say yeah. So I appreciate man, you. Mama ain't raised no bitch. <laughs> I don't know if she did that one day. You broke your knee. Oh, fuck hell yeah. Boy, I was <laughs> a boy. I'll tell you sometimes, hey, <laughs> mama raised a bitch that time. Fuck that. Well, I gotta, I gotta go get my son and get him home. So, I mean, you guys are cool with that wrapping a it up. grown ass man. He is fine. <laughs> Ain't nobody yeah. taking him. I hey, promise. Hey, you. he's been el- ineligible for two fucking weeks. 
because he ain't managing his sleep and his time and shit. So I need to go get him and get his ass home to get him to sleep. My thing is, I hate when kids say that nowadays. No, it's not him managing the shit. He just don't want to do it. I agree. My thing is, when you're a college, when you're a college athlete, you wake up at 6 a.m., then you got to go to classes, then you got to stay in classes, then you got to go eat, make sure, or if you do eat, then you got to go get treatment, then you go to practice, then you, I mean, you got meetings, then practice, and then you got study hall, and you're not done till nine. So, my thing is, what the fuck do you mean you're not managing? No, no. I'll tell his ass straight up. Like, no, you you will have the enough time to do some fucking work. You probably trying to mack on some honeys, or you trying to do all this and try to look cool. Nah, nigga. First thing do you your said, fucking work. Dude, uh, but the fucking I saw his ass at the track meet the other day. Fucking FaceTime, dude. I saw, him, I saw yeah. his ass at the fucking track meet trying to mack on this little white girl. Boy, shut up. Just because you black don't mean you going to get her, nigga. Porsche. <laughs> shut up. Porsche. I just want to say, first things first, I love you, and please say those things in the truck on the way home. What the fuck? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eli. Uh. <laughs> boy, that nigga that boy, he's trying to mag his I'm like, Elijah, boy, you were 14. Calm down. Dude, and Dude. the thing is, the thing is, I was the I was the, the cop's kid in my parents' basement playing video games. Ain't no girl ever wanted me. And he's like, man, I got all these girls that like me, and I don't know what to do, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Eli, yeah, that's such a problem. I wish I had that problem when I was your age. I'm is, like, bro, shut the hell up, man. Like, bro, I'm fat and ugly. I'm a solid exactly. two. Exactly. I'm a two, but my personality but you, but, but, which makes me a six. Which makes you a negative seven everywhere else, remember? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was outside of Kansas, so I was a two in America standpoint. But I had a personality. That made me a six. I'll take that. That's above 50. I'll take it. So, I wasn't going for no seven or eight. Fuck no. I'm a cool six. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Hey, everybody, thank you for taking the opportunity to listen to our podcast. Thanks, Porsche, for coming on, man. We appreciate you. Uh, give us, check, check us out at www.thehigherpoints.com on Instagram at the higher points on Facebook at the higher points podcast. Don't forget, we're renting out the podcast studio. If you want to come in, re- uh, record some podcasts or use our studio or get an idea of what we're using, just uh, reach out to us on the contact page. Please take the opportunity to share the podcast it goes a long way we appreciate it again tyrone watching you keep continue sharing that man we appreciate you uh we'll catch up with you guys next time boy they done fucked up boy they brought a nigga to a weed store what the fuck